This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Better late than never. What's up, Brigade? We apologize Monday late, Tuesday late, Wednesday night late this is not a typical thing but it's just one of those weeks farah had to scramble his internet's all a mess had to go to his brothers we appreciate appreciate brother james for giving us oh. the opportunity to do the show today Thanks, thank brother. you very much he is dave sherapin the book my name is matt peralta i am the bostonian at boston okay. versus the book live on twitter live on props youtube channel replay on sports grid tv which if you aren't watching that I'm, i i found my new favorite show it's ours. It's perfect. <laughs> I watch it every night, 9 to it's 11. Right. Games are over, and it goes right into us. Midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific time, and you can rewatch, and it's fun to see where we're right and where we're wrong. It's you know like, what else oh. is fun to see? When they cut the commercials in. We're right in the middle of talking. Boom! Commercial. Boom. Come back. But that's okay. That's well, fine. It's, we can't change good. that, though. Like that's fine. I'm I know that it. frustrates some people, and but like in order yeah. for that to not, we'd have to have this show take commercial breaks to fit that show. So like, yeah, we can't do that, I mean, right? Somebody's bringing a bag if we're doing that. We ain't yeah. taking no breaks. But I mean, I like. I mean, I've done breaks my entire whole career. I think what makes this show different is it's so stream of consciousness that we just talk for two hours. There's that's no, it. There's no interruptions. There's no. You know, stopping waiting. We do have some promo reads and you know sponsorship right. reads and stuff like that, but we don't have a lot of the same type of like stop and start. We don't have a when we have a guest on, it's not like hey, we have ten minutes to get the guest in. Like oh, if Scott Farrell wants to go for thirty minutes, Scott Farrell goes for thirty. Minutes. Talking about a colonoscopy or whatever else comes up, yeah, we just can just let it roll. So yeah, yeah I was on his show yesterday on Sports Grid, and it was so funny because like he literally drags himself. He's like, I'm a oh. phony. He's like, oh. the show I'm doing right now, because this is not me. You know, oh. I'm a phony. This is not what I normally do. This is not what I want to do. I'm a f- I'm like, Scott, like, this is your own show. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> like, what are you doing, dude? Like, it's really, I love him. He's so great. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Did you ask him to come on every Wednesday? I did. Right. Yep. He told sure. me, uh, Sherapan, I love the two of you guys. Your show is the second most fate. He, he, he did this show is the most fun he has had outside of Bubba the Love Sponge and Howard, number two in his career for shows that he's loved to do. So I said, look, we have, we have a standing Wednesday invite for you. Do you want to? And he said, well, you know, typical Scott way. I got a lot of things going on. I don't know if I can do it or not. Like, so he was saying to, to, he'd contact you to figure something out. That's if, fine. If All it right. would potentially happen. So tell Sherapan, I'll talk to him. So yes, he was invited on today. He was invited on weekly he said he has to consult some things and talk to you. So we'll figure that out. We'll talk. At, That's at, fine. At some point. So real quick, everyone was asking this. Did I successfully land the Taylor Swift tickets? I was after. Yes. Listen, I ain't paying 95,000. Well, here's the, here's the story. Okay. Please. So here's what happened yesterday. 
So first, what happened to me as they pushed the pre-sale to 3 p.m. last night, yesterday afternoon, because of what happened on the East Coast and how poorly it was run on the East Coast. The frustration that people have for all of this, and I think it's parents who are really mad about this versus kids who tend to be a little bit more, you know, they go with the flow a bit more, is that they knew how many people were going to be on the website because they gave out a finite number of pre-sale invitations. Yeah. So if you know that 5 million people are going to be on your website, you can't right. call it unprecedented because you're the ones who invited them onto your website. So you're not being prepared for that is a monster failure and a huge letdown because you have one shot at customers and everyone's mad. Even those who people got tickets are mad. Oh, I got man. in, but when, by the time I got in, I have never seen this before in my life. My daughter and I are watching tickets pop and then go away and then turn to what was like an orange color, which was a verified pre-sale, and then it was sold again. Meaning in the course of two seconds, the ticket was sold two times, which the only way that happens is by bots being able to do that. These bots are taking over everything. And this whole pre-sale thing was designed to stop that from happening. And the $95,000 ticket or the $10,000 ticket in LA that I've seen this morning, all those resales, this was supposed to stop that from happening. That was the whole point from price gouging. Now, there are more tickets going on sale today in the Capital One pre-sale, and then the general admission sale, the, the, the general public sale goes on. But here's the problem, and I was talking to, to one of my ticket guys last night about this. All of these, in, right to your point about like, relax everybody if you want tickets later, the, sh the shows are in March. This was all coordinated for Christmas. This was all done in this oh, way. No. Do you remember Teddy uh, Ruxpin? Yeah. When, if you're too young to remember Teddy Ruxpin, Teddy Ruxpin at one point was a talking bear. Talking it was bear. the first time animatronics had really become a thing. And Teddy Ruxpin became this gift that everybody had to have. And we saw people fighting over it, literally ripping it out of each other's hands. We saw the Black Friday sales where people were trampling each other to get the Teddy Ruxpin right. doll. Yeah, why? These tickets have become the Teddy Ruxpin Christmas gift of 2023 or sort of 2022 that parents have been so desperate to put these tickets under the tree for their kids that Ticketmaster knew this, created this. <laughs> they could have fixed this. Amazon has Prime Day two times a year. We've seen other big, you know, big websites have huge amounts of traffic come in and they handle it. This was almost done on purpose to create a secondary ticket demand and the verified ticket sales. Ticketmaster's fees are so high that when you go ahead and have two sales yeah. for every one ticket, yeah. so the first sale fees, verified ticket sale resale fees, Ticketmaster's turning this into just an absolute cash cow for them right at the end of the year. So politicians are involved in this. You start talking, you start screwing with soccer moms. They get real mad and real angry and they start getting really, you know, pick up the phone, sending hateful emails. It's a lot of really angry people here today about what happened. And my ticket people are telling me that like, look it, we'll talk in February. Yeah, <laughs> like, everybody like, calm down. Like it's, it's, but it's Christmas. The reason why everybody's panicked is because the Christmas holiday season, this was everyone's big Christmas gift because tickets were going to be so expensive. Stop. But everybody take a deep breath. We're, we don't have to worry about, listen, the kids will be fine. It, it'll be okay if the tickets aren't under the tree, okay? And I don't know how many kids are watching, 
but your parents buy you the tickets. Okay. Santa ain't bringing no tickets, especially for 95 dimes. I saw that tweet this morning. You sent it to me. Our friend Las Vegas locally put out a package and then our friend blew it. Who's going to come on the show here soon said, this is the price 95,000 per ticket with before fees. And I started giggling. I was like, this is crazy what they're doing with these tickets and these fees. It's all a loaded game. Bots are buying them. You talked about Teddy and the talking bear. The chat is going crazy with these must-have gifts of the past. Do you remember Tickle Me Elmo? Of course. Of course, yeah. You remember Cabbage Patch Kids going a little bit way back. Oh, yeah. We sold those. I didn't ask how they showed up at my dad's store. Right. I didn't ask. You learn to not ask questions. But a truck of Cabbage Patch Kids showed up, and people were lining up. We had to have a lottery like they did back in the old days at the Stardust where you could come up and pick your Cabbage Patch Kid doll out because it was too – my dad said, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I remember the stories as a little kid, but I was like, Cabbage Patch Kids? What's going on? People, you know, you, you know the, the, did your dad ever use the term fell off a truck? <laughs> Where'd you get him? It fell off a truck. Stuff used to fall off a truck all the time. Just fell know. off a truck. I don't know. It fell off the truck. I don't know what – I've seen stuff fall off a truck. <laughs> Use the expression. Yeah. <laughs> we lived it. <laughs> fell off the truck. I don't know. Just, yeah. Well, tickets are going to fall off the truck here. Don't worry about it. We can, yeah. We'll be fine. Yeah, no, I. Th that's the whole – I mean, Vegas has two Shelley shows. Of course, had a Teddy Ruxpin. Of course she did. Oh, yeah. Oh, For sure. She, she absolutely had Teddy Ruxpin. She told me she told me something that in this in the, I have to do something I, I never heard the joke but I have to do something in with the third story of the day. I'll, I don't know. She said I have to I have to grab something so we'll see. Really? <laughs> I don't know what it means but she told me to do it so I'll do it later to ask a question as to what's the inside reference. But to start the show, Maryland has basically announced that next week at some point during the week Maryland will go legal to start taking sports bets. This is an interesting part of the country because of the amount of money that's in the, that part of the country. There's a lot of rich right. people who live in Maryland, like yep. who work in D.C. They have a lot of money. Yep. Do you have any expectations for Maryland as a state? Only one big property. There's other smaller casinos, but MGM has that big property there. Brother Dan is in the chat. Welcome, Brother Dan, to the show. He's enjoying the show, watching it while he's blowing up the balls at the rec center back there in Philly. I really appreciate him being here. Um, Maryland. No. Okay. It's 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 already all around it. So it's now it's going to just divide up the pie smaller. Yes, Maryland has a lot of people. Yes, it has money. How many people bet? I mean, right. there's going to be a boost initially because it's not it's new. Right. Look at all these people. Look at all these people that are going to get licenses that are going to be have books and stuff. But most of them are all brand name. Most of them are known. Like Ohio is filled up with a bunch of people I never heard of before. These oh. are these are all people who have been in other states who are operating right now. Fanatics, Points Bet, FanDuel, DraftKings, Bet Rivers, Bet MGM, Bet Fred. These are all people that we know. I love Maryland. We used to go to Rehoboth Beach or Bethany Beach, Delaware on vacation Ooh. every year, which is right across the the border Bridge. from Ocean City, Maryland, yep. was just right down the street. So we would hang out at the Ocean City Boardwalk. Shout out to Thrasher's Fries. If you want to sponsor the show, you're more than welcome to. It's great stuff. Used to play a roll of quarters. Used to last us hours at the arcades on the uh, boardwalk down there. Sports are a big part of, you know, life down there. The Ravens, they're pretty good. The Orioles were good. They're coming back. 
Nationals, everything's right there. There's Remember, a lot, I mean, Washington Commanders play in Maryland. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there. So they're probably going to make a lot of the same mistakes that a lot of the states already have. Hopefully they won't be just giving money away, which they probably will to compete. Um, but how many people live there? How many million people live in, in Maryland? It's not big, but statewide. I think it, what's interesting about it is that DC is so messed up that I think a lot of people, there's not many people who live in DC, but people who have gone over the border to bet in DC will stay in Maryland. And I've got a friend of mine who does that. He goes to DC a lot to place bets and now he'll wow. just stay in Maryland. And then if he really needs to go to a book for whatever reason, he'll go to Virginia and go place the bet in Virginia. So like that whole, I, I've lived in that area that there's a lot of transient people that move through the three states, the three territories, right. you know, a lot. So like DC having it in Virginia, having it Maryland, you're right. was just kind of left out and now they've got it too. So I, I you're right about cutting the pie. I mean, it's probably not going to add a ton to the region's handle, but it just lets people who not have to travel as far, like, People in Massachusetts traveling to New Hampshire to place bets. It's it's going to take away handle from yes. the states that it's already in. Agreed. Which again, it's just cutting that pie thinner and thinner and thinner. We see these pie charts that guys like you know Alfonso put out right. or Butler puts out and different things with the way the books have a percentage in each state. Now you could do a region thing, that tri-state region, and watch it get cut up. I would say out of those couple, I mean, Delaware almost does no business. It's all counter business. It's it's and it does nothing. It's a small state. There's hardly anybody there. People come and go. Right. They leave. Um, you know, somebody in the chat, please put it, how many million people the population of Maryland is right now, because we'll see what impact that has. Six point one million. Okay. So it's the same as Massachusetts, right? That's what we said Massachusetts was six million people. Yeah. Eh, I mean, six there's Three million people here, but it's Vegas. Six point nine from Massachusetts. Six. Okay, so very seven. similar. So six, this will be kind of a precursor. Yeah. But at least Massachusetts, oh, the bordering states in Massachusetts have it too. So um, the difference is people in people in Boston are. If you live in Boston, in what's called Boston proper, if you live in the six one seven area code, you are not driving to Rhode Island, Connecticut, or New Hampshire to place a bet. Hell no, you're not. Okay, just you just you not. ain't doing it no more now with Maryland being legal. You'll you'll just you'll 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 use all the Maryland apps and stay there. So yeah, that just just so like that's the thing about gone. Massachusetts is that the people who if you want to bet you have found a way to bet right now. Like just bottom line, in, in Mass in Boston, you found a way to place a bet. Uh, but you're not going to be traveling. So like uh, Boston going legal impacts the cities around the state on the borders, but it doesn't impact Boston because people just you can't drive. To New Hampshire it could take you three hours, depending on the time of the day, to go place a bet. <laughs> like you just you just aren't doing it. So Baltimore, Maryland, Bethesda, like those those cities and towns, you can scoot around and go to different states to have the, sports betting. The traffic there is as bad as anywhere in the country. On ninety three going north or on ninety five to go south to Rhode Island, yes. No, I mean no, I mean in Maryland, in Virginia, in Washington D.C. That tri state area is uh, a traffic. I'm telling you, it's it, just I, bad, almost I know. As I, bad I live there. Way. I mean, it's it's outside. If you're outside the Beltway, it's not nearly as bad though. Like it's bad, but the Beltway is really what gets you because that wraps around all three states, and like that can be. You're right. That can be absolutely brutal. But most of Maryland is not close to that. 
So most of it is much farther away. Baltimore is an hour and a half away from that traffic. So there's a little bit of a difference there. And then you throw in the weather. I mean, there's, there's weather in that part of the I country. I love the weather. Oh, my favorite, my favorite climate. I actually, I, this is my second favorite climate. My favorite climate is Virginia's climate. Yeah. DC. Yeah. If there's a city I would retire to and live permanently for the rest of my life, it would be DC. I really like that part of the country a lot. The Maryland, wow. Virginia. Yeah. It's really, it's really awesome because you get all four seasons, but they're all mild. So you get some of the snow, but not like New England. You get some of the heat, but not like, you know, Midwest or Vegas. You have the ocean, which regulates everything. You've got international people like crazy. You've got a ton of culture, a ton of history. It's it's really a neat part of the country. <laughs> Sonic just came in with BVB with traffic and weather on the fours. <laughs> actually, actually, the twos, but yes, that's fine. I don't. I mean, or whenever we get started, we've been we've been running a little. Well, bit let's go to the weather. Let's let's things. talk about weather. This is so good. This Wait, is the story. I, before before yeah. you move on, DJ Hooks is in the chat. DJ Hooks is tremendous. I see him on the Twitter and stuff around. DJ Hooks, shout out to you, sir. He wants to know. If he can come on and play some old school R&B and rap while we're late, he wants to come on and be our DJ. So when he shows up in the chat at 10 and we ain't here, he can come on with a little, you know, rappers. I would like, love Trevor it, but Hill the problem is that we can't get him on the stream. Damn it. Because that's why we're late. <laughs> we're Damn late. it. We're late because of Ferris issues with the internet. So that's, Hooks. That's we why. Get music in and out of breaks. Well, we don't but have breaks, but could, I love this idea. But what he can do, though, he can send us, if you go to ask B, ask the BVB at gmail.com, all right, send us some 20-second, 30-second videos, Boom. and we can Boom. start to, while get we're, up. you know, getting ready. We can have a little pre-show, and Farrah can go live and play a little pre-show stuff until we get rolling, right? Holy crap. Ask the BVB at gmail.com. So oh my go ahead and send that on an email, and you can go ahead and be a part of it and come on in, and that's how you guys be a part of the show. So that email address is still there for anybody who would like to use it. You know, we want funny videos. We want bad beats. We want predictions. We want your talent. What book are you at? Where are you watching games? What restaurant are you at? Dog pictures, man. They dog pictures. Look dog at that. <laughs> Look at that guy. Look at that guy. Dog pictures. Oh, Phenomenal. Angry underdogs going tremendous. in. Just tremendous. All right. This portion of the Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by weather.com. Kidding. But not really. <laughs> Wait. Hold on. Let me. Shelly said I'm supposed to grab I, I could say boobs right she said I'm supposed to grab my boobs talking about this I don't know why but she she had she did, she, there's some movie quote that I didn't know that she she referenced she said make sure you grab your boobs and you talk about this this buffalo story said, I don't know what you're talking about but I'll do it anyway so, <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it but sure the, the hell's going on buffalo weather what on Sunday yeah they're expecting snow on Thursday yes snow on Friday more snow Snow on Saturday. That's what I heard. And the potential for a dumping foot to two feet on Sunday. So they're going to get a layer of a foot to a foot and a half. Right. And then during the game, more. they're going to get more. about two more feet. That's two feet, three, one foot. That's three feet approximately. There's actually talk about whether this game should be moved to a dome. What? Yes. No. Stop. 36 inches of snow. 
That's what that's what it does in Buffalo. Just shovel it and get to the game. You think they can deal with thirty? This is crippling, quote unquote, crippling snow. Crippling? Yes. Buffalo people, if you're here, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. We appreciate you. This you, ain't crippling for Buffalo. You guys can read that or not, but that is what does it say, Matthew? Browns versus Bills in Buffalo. Potentially historic snow forecast for Sunday's Week 11 game. I might watch it now. I wasn't going to watch it before. If it's a snow game, I want to watch it. I mean, this is crazy. The Fox Forecast Center in Buffalo says that Lake Effect snow event is setting its sights on the eastern shores of Lake Erie in Lake Ontario, which could spell trouble for the Browns and the Bills on Sunday. Oh, my. Goodness. I mean, the, this is not just snow, okay? Snow games are one thing. So what do you do with this? Because I've seen a million people say, bet the under, bet the under, bet the under. And I'm like, guys, I watched Tom Brady score 70 points against the Titans in the snow. I, I'd be real careful just jumping in here and automatically claiming this is going to be a under game. Hell no, this don't mean under. Snow don't mean under. No. It does not. No, nope, no. Nope, Do you remember nope. the Philly game with all the snow? I'll never forget it. Which game? There's been a bunch. The Philly game with all the snow. LaShawn McCoy, Shady McCoy ran and then dove into the snow. They were doing snow angels every touchdown. It was seriously, it was like this kind of snow, two feet okay. of snow in Philly. It couldn't even get in the aisles. People just kind of stood in the stands. They had like literally two feet of snow on the field. They were shoveling it every quarter, trying to Get, nobody knew what the lines were. It was I don't know. It was one of the ones I remember most from watching snow games. But we need snow games. I, this is that if they move this to a dome, I'm out. That's it. I'm not mad. Play. Yeah, I mean pissed. Detroit would be. I, I bet Detroit could be an option. The lines are on the road for the Bills offensively. If they get sent to Detroit, they're you know how happy the Bills would be. I mean, this would be. Huge. This is a big game for them. Every game is a big game for them now with the situation they've created with that division. Um, are you going to wear an umbrella if the game goes under? Why? I don't know. People want you to wear an umbrella now. They want to call it the ski goggle mask game or something. Oh, I, I have some cool. I have some cool ski goggle mask. I have some cool goggles. <laughs> I, I got some really cool like. Awesome Oakleys. So we when we do the show on Friday, we'll determine whether we're going over or under. Okay. You're gonna have to come with an umbrella. You keep going. Keep I going. mean, this number keeps on going down. You give you a 41, 40, you know, that range. You keep on this thing keeps on falling over. What, I mean, what, what are we it's, doing here? Let's see the total right now. Hit refresh. I got 42 and a half, 41 and a half in two places. See. You, you keep oh, on no. hold on, hold on. 41. I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong game. 41. See? 41. If you go to 40, this game goes to 40. I don't, I mean, I don't know how you don't bet over in this game. If this is this is a complete overreaction. Is that your buy number right there? Is that your is 40? 40 is my buy number. Yeah, you dropped below below 41 or 40 and a half probably is my buy number. You get me, you get below 41. That's a big deal to me. I mean, that's these are two offenses. You can Look, the Browns can run the football. We know this. And in the snow, it makes it even more difficult for them to be stopped. Konowinski said they jump through tables for fun. They'll be fine in Buffalo. Well, the fans think we'll be fine. Getting there could be an issue. 
I don't think they're going to, I think Buffalo fans are going to be frozen or aren't going to be able to deal with the snow. I mean, some of the most memorable It ain't games, even that cold when it snows like right. that. Right. Correct. Yeah. It's a good point. Remember, I don't know if you remember the Teddy Bruschi, the Patriots Colts playoff game where there was so much snow that the fans did celebrations with the snow for fireworks. Yes. We did that <laughs> at Penn State multiple times. It's tremendous. Yeah. It's we throwing the snow up. Teddy, everybody's Teddy singing. Brisky, Pretty Brewski was doing it with the fans. And so like, it, it's just, it makes it really fun. Buffalo's not built for this though. I think it's a tremendous advantage for the Browns. You to have this Browns weather. plus the points in a game like that. Tremendous advantage for the Browns. To know that they're just going to hand the ball off and ride their two running backs and make that defensive line stop. Are the they though? Them. They should be doing that all season. The Browns won't do even do that. Fair. Especially in the first quarter, they have what's what the wild wrong with them because I think Stefanski's idea is we're going to soften them up with Brissett's passing, use our receivers in the first quarter, and then run the ball to win the game late. That's been their their thought process. I mean, look at first. I mean, I don't know if there are, if you'd find a first half prop bet for Jacoby Brissett over passing yardage, it, it's crazy. I mean, his first quarter numbers, he throws like 110 yards every first quarter and then doesn't do anything else and then just goes like right down. Johnny Cash, not that Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash in our chat just came in and said, Lions at Eagles, December 13th, 2013, final score 34 to 20. See? Over. Patriots, Titans was 60 to whatever, 60 to seven, whatever the hell the Patriots scored in that game in 2008. You know, it's just the one interesting twist to this whole Brown story is Deshaun Watson is back at practice today for the Browns. Still serving his 11-game suspension, I might remind you of that. Two more weeks. but 11 got, games. Say two it. More, two more weeks and he's back. <laughs> so the – Won't say it. I, I, I've it. said it like 15 times. I just, I'm not going to indulge you every time you want me to the say it. The chat wants to hear you Let, say it. I don't, I don't care. care what the chat wants. That's like betting what the chat wants. They're 0-11. So congratulations. These <laughs> are our people. They don't are remind people. them they can't pick a winner. We they, give them the winner in there. They I lost mean, nine straight weeks it. of my money until I stopped betting it because I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to up the cliff anymore. I mean, I'm, no, I'm done. <laughs> I'm not even – I'm not oh, touching it anymore. We're not done. We're going to win. No, then I'm we'll done betting my own money. We're doing the Discord channel conversation i'm just not following off the cliff i stopped doing that nine weeks was enough uh, i'm done like, no more that was a fun little idea never thought my wildest dreams would go down 4.5 units betting that based upon just following the crowd getting me killed with our discord bet every saturday oh and 11 now so but deshaun watson coming back is in, into practice is you know not that it's a, a distraction but he takes reps so it's where does Brissett go? Does he get deflated knowing like, oh, I'm done. Like this is this guy's team he now. for another couple of weeks. You mean he's taking reps with the ones? He's, he's allowed to be back to practice now. Yes. Yeah. Stand on a side and throw. Get your arm loose. You ain't taking no reps from the one. Oh, come on. You know, he's got to be, he's, he's got a whole playbook to learn. He's got to work with all these guys he's never worked with before. He worked with them all summer. It's the same Correct. plays. Fair. Don't take no reps with the ones. With Jacoby's playing with the ones. Ain't playing with the ones. No matter what P. Rolf said, you got to serve eleven games. <laughs> you don't have to practice. I'd be curious. I, look, I think the Browns are alive. I, I, I really do. So if the Browns to win, win this the game, game? yeah, it, with this weather, I think the Browns are alive. Yes, Buffalo can't play like this. They need to pass the football. Wow, they are a they are a West Coast indoor football team. They're After not... they gave that game away to the to the to the Vikings, you think they're live to lose at home to the Browns because of the weather? Yeah. 
man oh man 100 because of the weather if, if the if the if the falling snow is as rapid as they think it could be i mean we're talking like on thursday it's supposed to be two inches an hour during the game <laughs> on sunday they're predicting one to two feet during the game <laughs> like that's that's like that's that's like a downpour rain of snow that's just straight like all down on your head that's like actually needing to shovel the field to be able to play I'm getting cold just thinking about it right i don't even want to think about it that's terrible absolutely oh. terrible god that's so the, what the hell so let's so here's the thing right if buffalo does lose this game yeah. the bills the patriots and the jets if the patriots beat the jets because they own the jets they will be six and four all three of those teams will be six and four miami's on a bye they'll be seven and three Miami will be alone in first place and you will have every team, not just 500 or a game or two games over 500 or more with the rest of this division or the rest of the conference, rather looking like absolute dog crap. And the AFC is turning bad quick. We thought this was going to be an unbelievable year for the AFC. The Raiders stink. The Broncos stink. The chargers are up and down. The chiefs are beatable. The Ravens are 100% beatable. The Bengals don't have their best player and can't really play offense now without Jamar Ooh. Chase. Wow. I mean, who is good? Who is like actually a good football? The Bills are vulnerable. The Chiefs are vulnerable. What are you saying right now? We're halfway into the year and we are wide open in the AFC. You didn't even mention the Colts. Was wow. Saturday leading the way. Come on. I, I know, but come on. I know Pat's on a table right now chanting about the Colts, but can we please tap it down just a little bit? <laughs> he said, what did he say today? It's really hard not to be super excited as a Colts fan. Yeah. Like, bro, you beat the fight. You, you beat the Raiders. Okay. Like everybody calm. beats the Raiders. Just stop. Like this is, this is really not something. So here's, here's the thing to, to read to you. This go, this comes from the NFL. NFL games this season have been separated by an average of 9.29 points. To put that in context, points, okay. the last time the league finished a season with a lower average margin of victory was 1932 when it was, was 9.13 points. Wasn't really a lot of passing going on back then in 1932. This past week, 12 of 14 games were within one score, eight points in the fourth quarter, and there have been 116 games within one score in the fourth quarter this season, the most to the first 10 weeks in NFL history. I mean, this is crazy in terms of how tight these games, this is historic in terms of how tight these games have been. And it's a big reason why betting this is really hard because big spreads are not being covered. No, little spreads aren't being covered. Favorites aren't covering. Yeah. Dogs are almost at a 60% clip and it's week 11 coming up. I mean, I told you though it's going to turn. It's going to be a week or two coming up where you know there's 16 games and 10 favorites will win and cover. I mean the books will start crying. Everybody will have to get out you know the collection boxes like our buddy Crack does the collection plate thing and books are you know how they going to open and all this other stuff. It's going to happen. I I just I'm not ready to give the Browns. They're, they're not winning a football game on Sunday. Even I don't care if it snows two feet. They're not winning a football game on Sunday. No way. What do they do? 
I'll wear the Browns hat. I'll I'll come on you, an you, orange. You, you, stuff. you like you like the Browns hat. You like that's not a punishment anymore. You elf. Like that, you like that stupid looking elf. The elf. Yeah, you like that. You, you you wore that out in public. You like that. I will come with the full orange compliment of Brown stuff on Monday if the Browns win the game. One hundred percent. Okay. Since he at Pittsburgh got flexed out of Sunday night, it's, it's now so. four twenty-five kickoff for this. Yeah. The weather is not going to be impacting Pittsburgh. No, it's, no. no, it's going to be pretty clear, sunny, but pretty cold. Yeah. Are you buying into the, your, your Pittsburgh Steeler hype here? Because there are some people who are crackling a little bit about the Bengals falling on their face in this game. I can't believe the line opened up five when right. it did. Of course. The, the, said it last week. The Dome team going to Pittsburgh in November was money. Now, if TJ Watts playing, they're covering. If TJ Watt ain't playing, they may not cover. Simple as that. He played last week, though. Then he got a hurt and it came out or whatever. I wa- I watched like two plays of the game because they were ahead. I kept checking it back. Pap Pap was on the other side of the house, mother and the TV. It was pretty funny. Then I left um, and just watched it on the screens in a book. I don't know. This seems like a field goal game. Anything more than three seems like a take, does it not? I think the Steelers are live to win the game. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think they're live to win it. I think they're live. Oh, the line's down to four everywhere. Yeah. All right. Open five and a half. It's way too high. Beautiful teaser game. Beautiful teaser game. Yo, Dave, is this the kind of game that you use in a contest play, or is this kind of a stay away just because it's too dicey? Uh, we'll what do you mean contest play? Do you mean, do you mean a, a million, uh, like a survivor pool, or do you mean just a not, not, not survivor? No, like you know, like the Westgate one. Where you the Westgate. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, most red. likely when the line comes out later today for the Westgate tomorrow four. for the Circa, it'll be four. Yeah. So I mean, I, yeah, we'll, I this, like this will be on the consideration idea, list. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, it's a I, plus four. I I think plus four. There. I mean, I think in teasing the Steelers to ten is money. But if you like to steal, why wouldn't you tease it when a line came out and just lock in a better number? Because TJ Watt. Oh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't do bets. I don't do bets in November in the NFL in, in my Monday, Tuesday. There's too many injuries that are floating around. Things pop up really strangely. Yeah, but we saw on Sunday. I mean, they tell you the injury thing on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Sunday comes, a guy's playing, line moves. I mean, there needs to be a 30 for 30 documentary on what happened with that Buffalo, Minnesota game. Amen to that. That well, was that, incredible. Josh Allen in, out, out, not here. <laughs> he is here at practice, not at practice. Uh oh, media's here. Run off the field. Don't get seen. Wait, he's not here. He's not warming up. Wait, wait. wait. No, he is warming up. Okay, he's here. Oh, no, now he's starting. If what that the- game would have fallen, Buffalo, four, five, or six, I don't think there would have been a graded ticket in the book where you want. That would have just been an L, L, and L, like bigger L's. It got middled completely. Wow. It was set up. All you had to do was take a snap and fall forward. It's unbelievable. Man. Josh Allen, man. Uh, okay, Packers are laying three at home to the Titans. Yeah, they're going to win this game. This is easy, is it not? It feels like that way. That's what I'm asking because it just – what am I missing? Why is I, it so low? <laughs> I have no idea. I just, well, it's low because Tennessee keeps winning football games. Ugly. Right. 
you know, Tannehill, I don't think him coming back is better, but they keep winning football games. Rabel's a good coach. That's but didn't the, Green Bay get right on Sunday? I think so. The best thing I've seen so far in the chat is Stevie Mac just saying, is Kyler starting for the NALDS on Sunday? NALDS? What is that? Remember your tweet when somebody misspelled Cardinals and they spent Oh, the Nalds. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, that's what that's what, He's texting me on Sunday. I like the Nalds. I said, me too. <laughs> Dave went to a book and it had basically not all, it had two games that were off the board. And one the was Vikings the Vikings and the Bills. And the Rams and the Cardinals. And it, but it said, yeah, but it said, so Vikings slash Bills off the parlay cards. And then it said Cardinals, C A R D I N A L D S slash Rams. And I couldn't stop laughing. And I, and I, I just took a picture of it. I didn't even tell the guy because he was so frustrated. He's by himself. Oh. All I was doing was running in and cashing a ticket. And I didn't want to be that guy. Instead, I asked him. He was wearing a number 52 San Francisco 49ers jersey. And I looked at him. And I no. thought 52. Boxing? Our boy? San Francisco 49ers 52. Do you know who it is? I think so. Tell me, tell me. It's the boxer. It's the boxer. It's, it's the guy whose dad was the boxer, right? Nope. Not Ken Norton. Not Ken Norton Jr. Nope. 52 San Francisco 49ers. First one in the chat. You'll get a DM from me if you're on the Twitter. I'll send you, we'll get you a hat of your oh, choice. Wow. Look at that. Just decided it right now. Whoever comes up 52 San Francisco 49ers. I'm not going to say it. first one in the chat. There it is. Kiefer done. Patrick Willis. Patrick Willis. Oh, I didn't yeah. know who it was. I asked the guy. I said, who's 52? He stands up and turns around. He says, how do you not know 52? I said, well, I'm embarrassed. I apologize. Sorry. I took a picture of the sign that it was misspelled and I left. It was priceless. <laughs> You're apologizing. This guy can't spell. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever, sure. <laughs> There's the word. There's the world. What the hell's wrong with you? What the hell's wrong with you? you? You can't spell Cardinals? No, I didn't even. I don't want to be that guy. People used to come in a book and tell us all the time. Why are you guys taking a parlay cards off? Why are you taking this game off? You spelled it wrong on a sign. Where's your this? Where's your that? I don't want to be that guy. I said, I'm not even going to tell him. I'm not going to bother him. I'm going to just cash him. I'll leave my tip and gone. See you yeah. later. Do you like the Titans or do you like the, the Packers? Packers? My first blush is why I brought it up because I was like, wait a minute. It's like three. That's all it is. Oh, all right. I'll take the Packers at home. And Jake Galbert, he came in right after Kiefer. Jay, message me on Twitter. Just do a tweet, tag the show, tag me. We'll find you later oh, after the close. show. Ken Norton was 51. I yes. Knew I, was, I knew I was yes. close. I was in, I was in that. Yes. In that so JG, ballpark. he's always here in the chat. He's helping us out. You get a hat too. Put there, it, ooh, tweet, just put it on a Twitter, tag the show, tag us, whatever you want. We'll figure it out. I'm trying to get all this list together. Go see either Polsky or uh, my other guys down at the place, and we'll see what we can do for right before the holidays. So our friends at Covers put this out mm -hmm. today Saw this. about the best teams against the spread so far this year in the NFL. This How is are the Vikings not on this list? They're not because they're general. What's generally speaking, when you talk about the overall 
the high profile teams are rarely ever the ones that cover the most. Cause if they were, you'd hear about it incessantly nonstop and the books would adjust. So the high profile teams I bring in, I'm only bringing this up cause it's a great example of to like how the numbers play out. Like the best teams, the best two teams against the spread. I think if you would ask the, you know, general public, or you ask or the brigade, Hey, who are the two best teams in the NFL against the spread? You would say, how are the Vikings not the best team that they're, they're, they're eight and one. How are they not? The giants and the Titans are the two best teams. ATS. The Cowboys are high profile, but they've been under the radar due to the fact that most of those ATS wins came when Dak was on the sidelines. He wasn't there. The jets, Bengals, chargers, Patriots combined. Those teams are nearly 70% ATS. On the season. Well, then it's there's your impressive. contest plays. <laughs> That's it, right? That's just, I keep picking against a couple of these teams like a complete schmucko. I, Tit- Titans have hurt me this year. I've been I on them. I've I was been, on. The, I was on them. the. I was on the Cowboys. I've, I've been, been on them. I've been not as quick on the Giants. I've been more quick on the props on the Giants, Daniel Jones props and Saquon Barkley props and stuff like that. I've been more on them from a prop market perspective. Right. Patriots have been been on them a couple of times. But the Chargers this week, what's that number going to close at in your mind? It's six and a half on the road at home against the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chargers are extremely live. Yeah, it seems high. It definitely seems high. What team surprises you most on that list? Jets. Man, it is just the Giants. Every time I want to bet the Giants, I stop because I'm like, this can't keep going. They're seven and two. Whoa. What? Breaking news from J. Dow Betts. Maxim Bet just went under. Glad they didn't sponsor the show. Wow. It is with regret that we inform you that effective immediately Max and Bet will cease operations, challenging macroeconomic conditions and increasingly cost prohibitive marketplace have accelerated this difficult decision. As always, customers are our top priority. Max and Bet would no longer accept wagers and customers can withdraw their funds through December 15th, 2022. Any remaining player balances after this date will be refunded via check and sent to the address on the account. Open wages will settle as per Max and Bet house policy rules until Thursday, December 15th, at which point they will be cashed out at current fair value market pricing and player balance will be refunded back via check. For more information, go to maximbet.com. Whoo, boy. Three this month. Or in, Football in a- season. Football season. What do you think is going to happen in February, sir, when it's cold and there ain't nothing else going on? What do you think is going to happen? It's just hockey and basketball. College hoops can keep some books alive, no? They're closing during football season. Well, not NFL these books. I'm, I'm saying 11. some books. I'm saying some books. Yeah, no, it's – look, if you're not – Max and Bet was only in two states, right? It don't just matter. Colorado could, and Iowa, it right? It in seven states. It don't matter. Well, we haven't seen this. But we ha- – well, I mean, to be fair, though, we have not seen a book like that close yet. We have not seen a book that has multi-state – Properties closed. We've seen Unibet close. That one that just did in Iowa last two weeks ago, or whatever that was. Unibet, they're not. Right. They were in three states. Three states. Max and Bet's in two. Okay. The other one was Max and Bet had the magazine behind it. Well, I mean, huh. not to get too inside school, but not really. I mean, they, they had the whole backing, and they had eight 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 
was the ones that did it. I mean, that's that's who were providing the software to the stuff. But yeah, that was that was. I mean, it was, it was a white label. They used Maxim because they oh, thought the brand. Oh no, the white label. Don't yeah. start with that. Well, it's what it was. I mean, it's like you say Maxim has a Fake. magazine, but white label. Sports Illustrated sports book is not Sports Illustrated. <laughs> so it's it's a white it label. Might be next. That probably well, is next. They're all going to be next. Oh, anybody who has that type of brand who thought that they could go ahead and just open up and take business because sports betting was going to be so crazy, they're the ones who are having because they can't go into other states. They can't afford it. Fubo. Yeah, that's what it was. One. That was Fubo's other one. Yeah, Multiple but Fubo states. had they still have the TV platform. Like they said, they just looked at their business model and went, "Yeah, this is working. That's not kill the book because the the platform works and people watch it and people are using it." So they should have asked. All they had to do was ask. You know, it's Sports BK can sig. You can just reach out and I'll, I'll consult for you and tell you it's not your. This is not your business. You shouldn't do this. Um, Brother Dan said he didn't get a hat. He, he's He's blood. He see he can't get a hat. Brother Dan has a size eight head. And do you well, understand how hard it is to get like a size eight BVB? I gotta you... get the letters made bigger. But I mean, when you got fit. a big nugget, that's a big hat. I know, but a flex fit could fit him. Extra large. He flex don't fit. wear flex fits. He don't wear Why? flex fits because they're too tight on his head. They don't make a flex fit oh. big enough. Oh. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He, he needs a fitted size eight. Fitted size eight, big bucket head, big. I mean, it's hard to find. He gets whatever he wants. Brother Dan, just text me. You get whatever you want. Please <laughs> deliver it to Philly. Although you got to pick me up at the airport. It's a big, it's a big hat. It's a, a big, big nugget. Oh, speaking of that, by the way, so Dave, we, as of right now, you guys are going to do the show on Wednesday of next week. I won't be here. If Farrah can do it, I'll do it. Okay. So it so may just be the, the Farrah and, 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 uh, yeah, Penn show we'll get some, on, we'll get some. Guests, guests or some stuff. So like yeah. on next Wednesday, you guys know, next Wednesday, I'm on a plane Tuesday afternoon back to New England. Uh, Thursday, Friday, the show's off just because it's a holiday for both right. those days. So we'll be back on Monday. Just FYI as to what, what next week is going to look like. I haven't flown in so long. It's been a really long time since I've been in an airport. Uh, what's your weird. internet connection going to be like there? We should do the show Friday morning. My internet connection will be decent. I'll have the Calv cameras. Yeah. Might have to do a remote show. Huh? Be one thirty in the afternoon on Friday on Black Friday. Are you going shopping? No, I'm on a plane. What time are you leaving? I can come on my phone probably. Um, the flight on think. Friday back is. Uh, what time is that flight on Friday back? Is it even though? I love it. You're three o'clock. Oh, so, three o'clock. Oh, so, so the show is one to three. So I could do like the first. Half hour, first hour. We'll see. From All Logan. Right. I could go to Logan and do it on my phone from Logan. That'd be it's funny. Just... I could do it from the gate. I, just... <laughs> I, I land I, I land back here in Vegas uh at nine o'clock. Nice. Okay. Eastern time though, because that's not right. I land at like whatever. <laughs> it's a six hour flight. Three hours difference time so, zone. It's like six o'clock. So I'll probably land at like six, six thirty our time uh on Friday. Because I, I want to be back for Saturday. I want to be back for the night games on Friday night, and I want to be back for the Saturday games for college football. Gotcha. Is, is why I want to. Plus, wanted. you'll have enough of the family after Wednesday and Thursday, Thanksgiving. Get me on a flight Friday. Well, because I'm going back for a week. The reason why I'm doing it fast is because I'm going to see them all over a five-week period. I'm going to spend 10 days with my family. 
That is not that has not happened in two decades. <laughs> so this is a very different type of environment for me to be a part of. <laughs> so yes, that's why I'm going to be get in, get out on Thanksgiving, and then uh, might have in. to make an over under before you're staying at a hotel like ten miles away. Yeah. Not on this trip, but the Christmas trip. No, the Christmas trip. I'm yeah, talking. Christmas trip is five nights. It's right up against my limit. It's just what I can handle. That's like that's where I start to it's get. Good thing none of them watch the show. That's good. Uh, that's so they know though. I mean, my family knows. I tell them all. I said I I love seeing you guys, but I could. This is what happened when I lived close by. I was not a happy camper. I Damn. I don't I don't know people. I understand family is so important to me. I love my mother. I love my family. I love my sisters and brothers. It's just I, I I've been gone for too long. <laughs> this is bottom line. I've been gone for way too long. And when I'm back in New England, I just like I never liked that my mom could just like call me and be like, "Hey, uh, come over here at Sunday because we're doing da 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 da." Like I just I never liked. I was like, if I say no, the answer's like, "What? What do you mean no? Well, no, <laughs> I'm not coming over." And it started a whole so. It took easier. me about 47 years to figure out I could say even no. It's hard, right? Hard. Huh. My mother would like you rip the cloth. Mom, no. You're dead to me. Right. <laughs> like, what do you mean? We're having Sunday dinner. I need you to be I here. I can't come. I don't want to come. I, I wouldn't even, I would just say I don't want to come. Like, what do you mean you don't want to come? I don't want to come. I don't want to be there. <laughs> like, but you were, uh, no. And so now it's, I got, I got a plane. I can't, I can't do that. Especially if I had my daughter, if Madeline was there, it'd be even worse. I, I, I said it for like, for, for years. Like, yes, my divorce happened anyway, but I said for years, like if we had lived in New England, the divorce would have came way faster, <laughs> way faster. Probably would, would have been, would have been like a, a three or four year marriage. And we were like, yep, I'm done because I can't, I hated the fact that both of our parents, both of our families were yanking constantly fighting. Who has this? Who has that? Holidays. BS. Brother Dan just came into chat with a great idea. We need to talk to Mammoth Headwear. Mammoth headwear makes hats for big head guys like brother Dan. Oh, that's what he swears by mammoth headwear. BVB lids. Sounds like a perfect marriage. Where are they made out of? I thought he was, I thought he was joking. <laughs> no, there's a company called mammoth headwear. I'm glad he told me that. Where is I it? Told him, Send me the mammoth headwear hats and I'll have the guys make them. But I guess I got to do everything for the kid. I mean, my baby brother. Although he did everything. Stevie Max and I wore a special helmet when I was a kid because his head was too big. Connor Winsky's coming That's with great. seven and three quarters. Guys, Ooh. put your hat size. <laughs> put your hat size. Did in you ever cap. watch? Did you ever watch the Dan Patrick show? Yeah. Ever? You know the All whole the height and weight that he I did. I called in twice. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Yeah. That's they awesome. put me on. Dave from Vegas. Oh, yeah. that's great. That's yeah. that's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, five yeah, foot you, 10, 220. That's great. Yeah. How about that? That's phenomenal. Where is Mammoth Headgear, though? Where or heads? I mean, Mammoth Head where? Brother Dan, you put it in the chat. I, Tell I mean, everybody I, I where they can get it. In, I don't know. In Mammoth, California. Oh. Ma Mammoth Mountain. Yeah. You know. Is Mammoth a, like a popular place in California? Oh, it's fantastic. It's just on yeah. the other side of Yosemite. I've been there. Right. It's like oh, gorgeous. It's... Wow. Yeah. Didn't Mammoth, know that. Mammoth cool. It's great. So maybe that's I don't they know got if that's the idea. Where's from? But I mean, not, I mean, big mountains, big heads. Okay, yeah. I mean, works. six and three ace. Johnny Cash got a six and three ace. What is that? That's small, is it not? 
That cannot be. You cannot have a six and three ace, Johnny Cash. There's no way. That's small, right? Small. That's that's little kids. Oh, maybe Johnny's. Maybe Johnny's young. <laughs> maybe Johnny's with, young. I with Johnny Cash, with a Johnny a young throw with a Johnny Cash handle. I don't think so. Johnny Cash is six and three ace. I think he meant seven and three ace. I don't know. Man, six three three fifty. Nate S is a big boy. We got some. We, we got some beef. To, like. He's uh-huh. what? Six three three fifty. <laughs> Six man, we got a we got a whole offensive line for this brigade. <laughs> That's a big boy. Hell is, yeah. Don't, don't mess around with that. Uh all right, college football. TCU at Baylor. TCU last night gets put fourth again in the college football rankings. Rightly so. They're laying two and a half. No qualm with this, right? You got no qualms with them being fourth, do you? They're undefeated. Of course they gotta be they gotta be in the playoff at, at the moment. They'll drop like a rock in a you know, lake if they, they lose. lose. So if they lose, they're going to 10. So if they lose, they're going to the cotton bowl. I mean, yeah. enjoy. Thanks for Zoop. like That's right down. But I don't I don't know. I, I mean it it why is three the threshold? You tell me, bookmaker. I'm confused by this. I don't know. I don't know because I was with Ralph Michaels on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We went through the minus threes in college football okay of the 1186 games oh my gosh 1980 something i can't right. remember how many do you think fell on three line three fell on three how many yeah because lsu won by three so okay. i was waiting for the clv crew to come out on the social media and say very important to get the right number <laughs> Three is not a key number in college football. I've been saying this for decades. Is there even? I've been you. You tell me this, but I've under been operating under the principle that there is no key number in college football. There's not. There's no. There's not. It's all random because of all the way that the two point plays, the two point where the overtime has gone, like three, four, seven, six. All the numbers you placed in the NFL are all irrelevant. So one over one thousand. 100 games have fallen or have been, have been minus three, right? 1,180-something games. Yeah. How many games have fallen three? I'm going to say 400. 72. Wow. Point zero zero six three percent or Since something. 83. So that's when there were ties in college football. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't overtime. So there's no overtime to, to mess with some of those numbers all the way through the eighties and in the nineties. So uh, can you remember that? You're like, isn't that weird? We used to play college football and a tie at the end of the game was pretty much like not that big of a deal. Like we accepted it being like, oh yeah, yeah, they tied. <laughs> how I mean, do we, how do we okay that? How was that? Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's fine. We tied. What? That's fine. Yeah. I mean. We didn't know any different. There wasn't even clamoring for overtime. Right? Play to win the game, but not college football. That's where you can play it for a tie. That's okay. You can <laughs> play for a tie. What? Why are you playing for that a tie? That guy in Nebraska used to do it all the time. Oh, didn't yeah. He? Oh, yeah. 100%. They would run the football, play for ties. They thought those ties were wins to them. You know, well, we didn't lose. We didn't win. <laughs> we didn't lose. So, what do you want? <laughs> it's wild. This guy's in a chat. We're measuring your head size, guys. Your head size. <laughs> Addison came in and said, what are we measuring again? Be careful your on head the chat. Sarah, be careful on the chat on this, 
on the screen. Just be a little careful here if we're getting into that territory. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. What? That's it's not... so much fun watching it because, I mean, we're doing the show and we're talking. When you watch the replay on Sports Grid at night, I literally sometimes just lay in there giggling. My wife's like, what are you laughing at? I'm watching the show. She goes, you did the show. Why are you watching the show? I got to hear that bullshit over and over again. It's phenomenal. It's show. Illinois plays Michigan this weekend. Yeah. Safe to say they lose? Safe. Okay. They lose. Iowa plays Minnesota. For that pig. Holy cow. Rosedale. I learned so much about it this morning. I did eight in a box with B. Howe. He's okay. from Iowa. Yep. We did a little history lesson on this thing. I had no idea. This was a real you. pig. You did I it. told it's you. Just, I know. I said 98-pound pig. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's a so Big Ten, though. It's great. Oh. So, yes, to finish your thing, I think Minnesota's going to win the game myself, but if okay. Iowa wins, okay. Iowa would be one game from the Big Ten title game. Yeah. If Illinois loses to Michigan – and Iowa wins. Iowa against Nebraska on Friday after Thanksgiving is for the Hawkeyes to go eight and four and to go to the Big Ten title game. Oh my goodness! Right? <laughs> I just, I mean, Michigan's is 18, 18 point favorite. There's one book veering off seventeen and a half, so they're definitely winning. Um, and uh, Minnesota's three solid now. Yep, it's going up. Plus 125 money. Still like I would win the game today? Yes. Uh Okay. 16 degrees at temperature. Have you seen some of the numbers, though? Four. This game. 32 and a half is the total. It's ridiculous. And it's going under. It's one of, it could go down as the lowest total in modern bookmaking outside of a service academy. academy. Yeah. If it, and 31 and a half is the low is the number. That's the lowest closing number of a non-service academy on record in college football. Can't argue it. 31. Do you want to bet over this number? Not in, in no way. So here, here I, I did the numbers this morning. I, I did the Iowa TV show this morning. So both Iowa and Minnesota are seven and three to the under. Uh-huh. Minnesota is three and nine straight up over the last 12 games against Iowa. Jeez. Iowa has won seven straight games over Minnesota. Last year, Iowa covered at home, winning 27 22. Mm-hmm. And seven and three straight up, six and four straight up. Both teams are six and four ATS going into this game. 13 10 final. Winner gets 17 max, isn't that right? feels that way i mean i think the cold even though the cold doesn't factor into the total the colder the game is the better it is for iowa cold 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 they're gonna stop the run okay they're gonna that that defense will slam the run shut and say okay i go look at minnesota throw the ball when they throw the ball it's cold the ball deflects it's ball hawk season for that secondary for that hawkeye defense turnovers will be the difference in this game Iowa's offense won't do very much. It's their deep, their defense will set them up. What what did she find? I don't know. She she was looking at Iowa. I I didn't say anything and just went ahead. This has been going on recently where my iWatch will just start talking. Siri found the the total. Ask her what she (laughs) likes in the game. Ask Siri if she likes the under. (laughs) 
What's the closing number? 32 and a half is right now. What's the close? The books dare go to 31. Yeah, I mean, it's 32 and a half painted in circus at 32. They're trying to find the bottom. I think though, obviously the bottom's 31 is the okay. lowest it could possibly go. That's record. Somebody might say, well, if I knew that was the record and I was in the risk room, I'd go there right now. So, Fandle, you guys are watching the show. Set a record. That's what I used to say in the book all the time. Oh, we can't go there. That'd be the lowest total. But, rem but remember, this was the we had an Iowa game where we thought that was going to happen. Game flew over, and everybody bet yeah. the over. It closed five points higher than what it opened. Yeah. Because we all thought that was going to be the case. We were like, oh, the game's going to go. There's no way. This game's going to go way under. And it didn't. It went way over. That was the Iowa Northwestern game. 33-13 right. was the final. Yeah, that thing, steamed, that thing steamed up, and it did go over. Thirty. It opened at 32 and a half. It closed right. at 37. Right. They were talking about the weather before that game, too, and there was minimal weather. Mm -mm. There was a late touchdown on the last play of the game by Northwestern, too, to get, it over, to get it over 40. Yep. Completely blow all the teasers and everything. Yeah. Um, I like under. <laughs> I do. I don't want to bet this game over. I don't. It's cold. It's for the pig. Buy the meat. Oh, that's the later. <laughs> I'm sorry. I lost my mind. Back-to-back -back unders for Iowa. Back-to-back -back games they have won. Iowa's given up 13 points in the last two weeks. Both defenses are pretty good. 13 points in the last two weeks for the Hawkeye defense. On the other side, Northwestern got beat 31-3 to by Minnesota. And they beat Nebraska 20-13. to and they beat Rutgers 31-0. All three of those games have gone under. So Minnesota's offense has been better. Their defense is why these games have gone under. They've scored 31-20-31 the last three weeks. Setting it up perfectly for Minnesota to score seven points <laughs> in this game. <laughs> and it's a 10-7 win for the Hawkeyes. Shelly's great. She's like one of our loyal female viewers watchers on the show she just said lmao my husband walked in to talk to me when y'all were talking about head size <laughs> probably went what are you watching shelly <laughs> the bvb what it's a sports show what are they it talking is? about <laughs> uh yeah today it is uh bedlam oklahoma minus seven and a half against oklahoma state what in the hell will we do with this game well, this I, I bring this I'm bringing this up because I I'm really sad that this game might end. Yeah, that's what B House said today too. That Oklahoma Oklahoma State that, that this could be one of the last times we watch this these two teams play. Ridiculous. That's horrible. Like that that, that just I don't care if Oklahoma's in the SEC. Oklahoma's the one saying like, "Not nope, man, sorry," because this week is the cream puff, little sisters of the poor. The entire SEC plays nobody this week. And everyone Auburn gets even scheduled like Western Kentucky. Everyone gets furiously mad at this because yeah. Georgia plays nobody. Alabama plays nobody because they get ready for their big rivalry game coming up next week. Georgia right. plays South Carolina. Alabama plays Auburn, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they take they take a week off. They play. Well, Georgia's playing Kentucky, so in their defense, they don't have a great puff game. Who does Georgia play before South Carolina? They have another game left after that? Before that? Are they playing? Kentucky this week. I don't know. Oh, 
hold on. The second to last week of the year, they oh, it's always a layup for the SEC unless they've changed that. That's interesting for Georgia. Mm. I didn't know that playing. Uh, let's see Georgia's schedule. Georgia plays Georgia Tech next week. Georgia Tech, yeah, they keep the they keep the uh, that's that's yeah that's why okay so that's why they play Kentucky this week because they play it on conference game, they flip it, so their cup their cupcake is the last week of the year when they play Georgia Tech, but yeah they keep it and they should keep it. I mean I I think Oklahoma Oklahoma State needs to stay. It just it really does. I'd be really it, it would be an absolute shame to see this thing go away, to see Bedlam go away. You know how much fun the backyard brawl was. At the beginning of this season, Great Penn, point. Yep. Pitt in West Virginia, and they yep. stopped playing a long time ago. Penn State and Pitt stopped playing. That was like a tremendous natural in-state rivalry, but it was it was college football. Yeah, these so things fun. should not end. No, it's what makes college football college football. These are the these are the rivalries that you live for. Like Alabama and Auburn not playing, or Texas Oklahoma not playing. Like you play this game, you find a way to play. You find Oklahoma, a way to Texas play the game. You find a way to get this game on the schedule. I don't care. Well, that means we have a really hard schedule. I don't care. Like, who cares? You're that you can't lose a game, then you can't be in a playoff. Well, That's we're changing part that of the now. problem. But we're changing that. We're going to have automatic qualifiers. This is a non-conference game for Oklahoma coming up. Well, maybe they'll come back to the rivalry when that becomes the case. Well, in two years. I, mean, I don't know. If you're that team and you're that school and you're those fans, don't you want to see them play Oklahoma State rather than another team? It's a 100%. layup just to get another win. I don't even want to yeah. go to those games. I agree. I mean, it's this is going to be a very interesting rivalry to watch. Of all, this is one of the bigger ones in all of college football. I've been playing it for a long time, and Oklahoma has been pretty clear that them going to the SEC means this game dies. That Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Bedlam is not going to happen when they go to the SEC. Weak sauce, hundred percent. It would stink. I like right. Oklahoma State plus the points as of right now in that game. How are you, how are you laying points with Oklahoma? And rivalry games, I just naturally speaking, I always take points in rivalry games. Yeah. So give me plus seven and a half. I get more than a touchdown. Yeah, I like Oki State too. So the Nets last night get annihilated. Good call by you. Sacramento beat the doors off of them. And this morning, 153 points. Yes, I mean, beat the <laughs> doors off them. Hit everything. I watched. I watched a little bit. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Kings can't miss." I mean, they just were on one last night. Yeah. And then the Nets get to wake up this morning to a full blown, huge story in the Athletic, with team sources telling the Athletic that they are extraordinarily frustrated with Ben Simmons. Oh, already? Yeah. Like, oh, real frustrated with Ben Simmons, and. The headline is inside the Nets building frustrations with Ben Simmons as team looks to emerge from early season slump. Really? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not good. Oh, shocking. They're, they're frustrated with him on a variety of levels. It says, according to multiple sources with direct knowledge of the situation, the frustration surrounding Simmons has been building in the recent weeks within the organization. The coaching staff and players have been concerned about his availability and level of play with some questioning his passion for the game. Those sources said, but even when he did play Simmons, struggles in the first nine games this season were part of the Nets frustration as well. I mean, you got people talking to the media saying this guy doesn't like basketball. It's about as big of an indictment. You can be a bad teammate. You can be a jerk. You can be Who's a ball hog. Who's saying that? 
Who's putting that out there? They are. <laughs> I know they, but who's doing that? Somebody who wants Ben Simmons off the team, clearly. Hmm. But that's, I mean, it almost sounds like it's coming from either the GM or the head coach because they want to see if they can motivate him. Jock is protected. That ain't coming from Jock. Okay. That's coming from upstairs. That's come. I mean, seriously, who's hmm. Again, I'll ask you the question. What did you think was gonna fucking happen? <laughs> Sixers fans are going, told you. <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they're doing. We're like, what do you want? Everybody's you. telling you, told yep. you. Yeah. I mean, what are they? 12 games into the season? Mm -hmm. But I mean, you give up 153 points last night. Scored 121, but 153 points. What in the world? I want to know who said that. I mean, if I'm Simmons, I'm coming in the locker room going, which one of you mother said that? I mean, that's what he's supposed to do. You What is he going to do? He's probably home playing Call of Duty, worrying about nothing else except, you know, making shots and playing defense, all of which you should have been doing, working on before you came back. Can't take it. I can't take it when guys get these opportunities to play the game they love, supposedly. Maybe you don't love it. I don't know. But just one season at that travel, excitement, level, you don't like it? You don't want to be there. What's wrong with you? I, it's it's inexcusable. I can't. I, I just I can't take it. For a guy who was the former number one pick in 2016, off the bench last night, Ben Simmons played 20 minutes, was five of seven shooting, scored 11 points, grabbed five rebounds. That's the most points he scored since June 14th of 2021. <laughs> number one pick in. The in the league in 2016 and he scored 11 points last night which is the most he scored in nearly in a, a 34 year. point loss yeah or 32 whatever the in number a, is in, in a blowout. 153 points double checked it again last night i said it can't be how did he score 153 points sack down in the over minus two and over whatever number you want i'm gonna score 300 it's crazy can't play basketball like this if you want to win a championship. I don't know what the Nets are doing. They just can't. You just can't do it. They need Simmons. <laughs> they traded for him to be been a, a legitimate starting four, five, you know, long distributor of the basketball, point center, whatever you want to call it. This is why they traded for him. Like he has a big contract. And he's creating a big hole in that roster. Ooh. If he did, what Johnny Cash just came in with a very good point. Maybe the Nets put it out there to take the heat out of Kyrie coming back. Wow. When is Kyrie coming back? He's been gone seven games. Great question. So I don't know. Is there heat? Because <laughs> well, there the team, will be. The team might just go back. like they're on the road still. So like when what when the team comes back from the road trip, then he'll rejoin the team. I think you got a better shot of rejoining a team out in California. Right. That that's when you but he didn't. I mean, so they're playing against the Trailblazers tomorrow night. That'll be game eight. Kyrie playing? I hope at Dame time. Is that a national game? Dame's TNT? out. Isn't Dame out still? That's yeah, I think he is. Just give me Portland in that. Wow. 
what a mess. I can't imagine being a, the pub, public oh, relations and stuff. I can't he, imagine. Uh, I think he's back. Dave might be playing. Okay, that's good. Oh, uh, Dame's not on the injury report, so Dame must be Dame. Dame's back. Brooklyn so, Portland yeah. is at seven ten. Our time. There's only three yeah. games tomorrow. Yeah, late slate tomorrow night. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Warriors tonight on the road at the Suns. Yes. A point. Yes. They have not won a road game yet, Dave. Right. What are these people doing? Making the numbers. What are you doing, people? What is this? What are you doing? <laughs> How are the Warriors favored on the road? What, what, I don't know. Let's that fandle. You guys are watching the show. Anybody else down in the islands or in the Caribbean or any of this stuff watching the show? Shout out to you. Um, you know, you, you know who you are. I don't want to call your name out, but um, thanks again for watching the show. Total's the coming like down, just moved to 27 and a half. See? See? Watching the show. <laughs> I know you're watching. Um, This line's going to flip. Phoenix should be the favorite now. They will be later. Phoenix is going to win. Golden State's not winning this game. I have Golden no State idea. Won a road game yet. How? I mean, there are some games I'm just like, wait, this game I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Warriors are six and eight, oh and seven. The Suns are eight and five, six and one at home. Brand name, brand name line, right? Golden State's based on their. Is past this one like history. your cowboy type theories? Where like they're gonna bet, they go ahead, they, 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 the, 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 they're gonna bet the Warriors. The Sharps are betting the Warriors. So you got to make it minus one to make them stop. If the Suns are the favorite, they're gonna hammer the Warriors. This might be. You make the Warriors favored. See who comes for the Suns' money to know. Because if they don't come right now, they're not coming. I would have made the game pick. Circa's already done it. Okay, Boys, shout out to you. Thank you uh, for all your hospitality down there all week. And every time I come down, I know you're watching the show. Benson may be on tomorrow. I'm waiting here back. Ooh. Yeah, Benson. Lining him up for tomorrow. Let's do it. Um, yeah, he's he's blowing out all the theories and all. He's 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 become public enemy number. He's one, on Jeffrey attack Benson. mode this week on Twitter. <laughs> Chose violence. Wakes up every day. Says, "Yep." He talked up. He blew the bet percentage thing out the window. He talked about the trap lines, the reverse line movement, all the nonsense created by. I love it. Keep doing it. Media. Say the truth, man. Keep he's on. Got knocking. nothing but truth. All, all these, about the truth. All this ridiculous media coverage of sports betting that like Ooh. people act. Can we do fishy lines next? Can, can oh, he that, said it. He said oh, it. Please, can we do that next? Can we please do that 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 line? Verse line movement, bet percentages, fishy. Please, can we just stop this complete and total bullshit? Complete I know. nonsense. Yeah. I get well, the idea. We all need talking points. I totally understand. Talk about the game. Talk about the game. Talk about the game itself. Talk about break break the game down. Let's talk about actual why. I'd rather talk about the fans, the uniforms, the pig in Iowa game. I'd rather talk about all that because that's what people are talking about and watching. They're interested in that. They don't care about these lines. The books don't know nothing. Sharps don't know nothing. Just bet the game. I I disagree with that. People care about the lines. I think you're I I don't I don't subscribe to that theory that people don't care about the lines. They do. People do talk about the lines. People at bars do talk about the lines because you'll get the line of like, how the fuck are the Warriors favored today, Dave? Like you would get that from people walking into a bar. So I think do people care about lines, but I, I I don't think they care about the nuanced conversations about at 935, DraftKings had 35% of the bets on one side. Well, the email goes Circa out. Circa just went to one and a half Golden State right now. Whoa. There's the bet. 
They went to pick and literally just moved it to one and a half. So they said, Dave, we're watching the show. We see you with the Phoenix hat. We took a bet on Golden State. Unless they just so why would you skip over one? If you get a bet, why skip over one? Oh, you always you the 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 pick the one and a half the two is so much fun. It's complete. You could have a dissertation. We could do a whole TED talk on it. Hmm. Some people will go from pick to one. Some people will go from pick to one and a half. Some people will go pick to two, because the baskets count by twos most of the time, unless they're free throws. So. The one, the one and a half, the pick to one is the same number, essentially. So you bet the team to win, but you would push on the one. So you go to the one and a half to see if they'll take the dog. Then you can go back and do all kinds of stuff. So some people will not do that. They go right from pick to one, the one and a half to two. They stay on the half point increments. Other people go, I used to sometimes go pick to two. They'd ask why. I don't know. Can't explain it. Just do if it, it falls one. Yeah, if it falls one, I'm not worried about getting middled on one. Okay. You know, as I, I mean, I was never middle worried about getting middled ever, but that was because I was taught it that way at a young age. I said if you're worried about getting middled, you probably shouldn't be in the chair. Ah, okay. <laughs> Move the number. Move oh. the damn number. Wild. And finally, Bucks minus four against the Cavs tonight for the NBA. Good basketball game, no? Really good basketball game. Is everybody Maybe. playing for the Bucks? I mean, they took uh, a couple uh, games off this week. They got smoked by Atlanta. Again, 121-106. Got beat by the Spurs, 111-93. They've lost two games in a row. Uh, so far this year, oh, this is the first matchup between the two teams. 8-5 and five, Cleveland, 10-3 uh, Milwaukee. Injury report, uh Holiday out, Cognizant out, Matthews out, Allen day to day. So mostly a lot of guys. Man. Jared Allen's out for NBA Cleveland. Treacherous before pregame betting the NBA is really hard. Donovan is day to day for what Mitchell. What in the hell? Um, Home Akbar, favorite. my guy Akbar just said CP3 may not play in Phoenix. Is that turning into a good thing? That's what, but that's what they bet, though. They yeah. bet that injury move, right? He don't play. That's worth a bet to some people. Oh, and seven for the Warriors. This is such a stop sign game for me. I want no part of this game. As a monster X line through it, get the <laughs> hell away from me. I want no part of that game. Curry's going to start the game. Oh, and start the season. Oh, and eight on the road. No, no way. By backing this team to win a game on the road after an 0-7 start? No. <laughs> Not backing the team to do that. I mean, how many times you got to bet them on the road to finally say you're right? Right? Eight, like, I maybe, mean, seriously, that's eight. what they're doing. Maybe eight straight times. There's been guys that I guarantee have had them three or four times in a row now to bet them again. Bet them again. Yeah. I told you, I was in a book a year that the Browns went winless. And guys, sharpest guys in the world I know used to bet them every week. I said, hey, come on in. Again, you're going to do this. Week nine, they're pot committed. They have to bet it. Keep going. Yeah. So Vegas, I'm wearing the hockey night on the Vegas strip shirt tonight. Um, I like minus 285 favorites yesterday, last night at home against San Jose. I was That's on the puck. I was on the puck line. Gave up four goals in the third period. How'd that happen? Five two final. 
stopped in the book while it was on. I saw it was two two. I went to get a sandwich, and I ate over. I was at the at the Fe. So I ate over there. That's the Santa Fe. But Santa don't, Fe. Don't know That's what he's talking about. Yeah, it's the Santa Fe. Everyone knows the Fe. Fe. Some, guy in, some, some guy watching in Maryland's like, what the hell is Dave talking about? The Fe. It's the Santa Fe station. We nickname yes. it the Fe. It's been the okay. Fe for 20 years since I've been here. I only know it as the Fe. Okay. Anyhow, I go over and get the sandwich, and I ate in a food court. Peace and quiet. They had the Christmas music on already in the background. I was like, oh, okay, this is nice scrolling through to twitter i come back it's five two i said what the hell happened what the hell happened ridiculous it was two one going into the third and i i'm on the puck line i'm like all right we just get next to goal three one we and then bang 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 five two final game if you had the under in that game dang that was a bad beat six and a half if you had under an nhl last night you was a bad beat there wasn't a game that went under except one it was a full slate. It was funny because I went on with Gabe and Cam in the beginning of the show, 4 o'clock Pacific. Mm -hmm. We looked at the first numbers. I said, every game over. I said, what are you talking about? I said, I think every game in the NHL is going over today. So we bet a bunch of first periods. Of course, the first periods didn't go over, but the games went over. Yeah. that's it's a lot of scoring in the third periods of a lot of games yesterday. It's crazy. This is my favorite story of the day. Not my favorite oh, thing about today. Gorov said it was two empty netters. Still. Two empty netters. Okay. He's right. That's how you get a bad beat right there. So I mean, the over six, the, the game over. 4-2, the game was over. But 5-2, yikes. It's really over. That's ouch, ouch. Uh, the Devils are 13-3. and Damn right they are. They've won 10 in a row. Yes, they have. This is like the quietest 10-game streak I've ever seen. No one's talking about it. I'm doing prep last night. I'm just like flipping around. I'm like, the damn Devils have won 10 games in a row, and they're 13-3. and three. Had like, them last night. Wait, what? It was a big number, too. They were a big number. This is wild. Where did this come from? They got a lot of young kids that can skate. They're getting good enough goaltending. Cam says they're one defenseman away from being a Stanley Cup contender in the East. Yeah. Yeah. They're buying and they bought in. They were an over team automatic last year because they were giving up shots on goal. Goals, games were four, three, five, four on the regular, seven, five, all kinds of stuff. Playing much better defense now, limiting opponents, I think, to like two goals a game, a little over two, two goals. 2.4. Right. So. They're scoring 3.7. Lethal on a power play. Really good even strength. Two really good lines in a third line. It's been pretty good. To, like they're they deep. haven't lost in November yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the last time they lost was on the 24th of October against Washington at home. Shelly said she's been in Vegas 30 years and never heard it called the Faye. Shelly, you never hung out with me and all the people that I hang out with. It's been Dave, called the Faye yeah, since I moved here. Shelly has realized Dave thinks that everyone calls it because he calls it that. So disappointing. Uh, six two. Is she DMing you on the side or is she just in the chat? What does that even mean? What do you mean? I'm kidding. 6 2, 1 nothing, 7 1, 5 2, 4 3, 4 3, 3 2, 4 3, 4 2, 5 1. They have scored at least. Three goals in every, every game. game during this streak, except one, and they won one nothing over Colorado. Yeah. 
I mean, they're not beating like cupcakes either. They're beating Colorado. They're beating Edmonton, Calgary, whipped Montreal last night. And now they play tomorrow night against Toronto before they end the trip against Ottawa. Do they lose either one of the next two games at Toronto or at Ottawa? Be a nice price tomorrow. Um, as a dog, you'll be able to take them. All right, I mean, you just, I mean, again. They're going to bet against the streak. They're going to lose. They're going to bet against the streak or they're going to bet on the streak? You got to bet on the streak. I mean, it's late to the party. I mean, what are they going to win? Two more games? Or are they going to lose? One. So if you, I mean, I think you bet them. Oh, there's a first line. I still got it. I told me how this morning. Toronto will be minus 145. It's minus 140. That's great. Seabass. Um, Sebastian Anthony, that's what I call guys named Seabass. It's not personal. I just like to say Seabass. You can do all the fish jokes you want from that. Devils are smoking mirrors. I don't think – how do you call it P-Roll? Can you call a team that's won 10 in a row smoking mirrors? I mean, we're only 16 games into the season, so it's a little bit early to say anything on them of this attitude. But, like, 10's 10, guys. They play 82 games. <laughs> they just won one-eighth of their schedule in a row. So – I don't know. I mean, look, FanDuel literally is a bet to make the playoffs in the Eastern Conference, and they just moved the Devils while we were talking <laughs> to minus 600. They're making the playoffs. Ooh, just move while we were talking. Do they have a no? No. They See, only have the yes. Only Circuit does that. Only Circuit does that. I give. I always give Benson major props for that. Everyone wants to bet the yes. You can parlay that. What? You can parlay the Eastern Conference team to make the playoffs. With whom? With anything? Each other. So I could do like a Bruins? Bruins, uh, Maple Leafs, Devils, Hurricanes parlay. Yes. Was that pay? I. You'd have to start playing with it, Matthew. I'm not doing it right now while we're on the show. Why? I do it all the time. It says right there. It I says it combine <laughs> into a parlay. Let's see something. Why are the Rangers only minus 168? Bruins, Devils, Montreal, and what was the other one we were saying? No, not Montreal. I mean, sorry, Toronto, sorry. Um, Toronto. Got it. Devils. And any one of the Florida teams. Florida Panthers. Minus 137. Bruins, Devils, Maple Leafs, Panthers to make the postseason is a minus 137 four-leg parlay. How does that? I mean, seriously, that's they're all making the playoffs in the Eastern <laughs> Conference. Throw in the Maple Leafs too. Oh, you they're have in, the Maple. Leafs. They're in there. Who else would throw you throw in, in both? This? Throw in both Florida teams. It's plus money. Lightning plus, and the Panthers. Plus one sixteen. If you bet the top six right now, how do we? How did that not move? Wait a second. Oh, it didn't move. It's plus, plus one thirty eight. Okay, so if you go the top six in the East. Boston, Carolina, New Jersey, Toronto, Florida, and Tampa. Six-leg parlay is plus 138. <laughs> Just That's, to make the playoffs. I mean, I don't know where you get 137 interest on your money. That's that, I mean, that's just putting it in the bank. It's getting better than savings bonds. Those six teams are making the playoffs, are they not? I mean, I guess the Devils could fall apart. I guess so, but my God. I mean, if you took the, if you're worried about the Devils and you took the if Devils out, they play 500 hockey the rest of the way. There's still 10 games over 500. Look, Bruins, Hurricanes, Maple Leafs, Panthers, Lightning. Those five, yeah, plus is plus 104. Basically, even money. 
Those five teams are making the playoffs. Hundred percent, a hundred percent. Those five teams are going to be in the postseason. Like you would need a catastrophic thing to happen to one of these teams to not make the postseason. And we got some guys with some big nuggets in our chat. Why? Uh, David Pass just came in and said he's a seven and five ace. <laughs> Man, he got big heads. Um, right now. Um, wow. If you look at the breakdown right now, Toronto, Boston, Toronto, Florida. Yep. Devils, Islanders, Hurricanes, Lightning, and the Rangers. Two wild cards. And the leads are pretty significant. The Bruins have a monster lead for the one seed. Did I hear you say Penguins? No. You did not say Penguins. No. Penguins are six, seven, and three, Dave. They're not good. That's personal. That was the two, six, and two over the two, six, and two over the last ten. They've lost two games in a row. Fifteen points. They are woefully back. They are much closer to last place in the East than they are first place in the East. Got a little too excited when you said that. <laughs> minus two thirty-five. The odds makers think they're making the playoffs. They're minus two thirty-five to the yes. But so are the Rangers and the Islanders. Not all these teams can make the postseason. There's nine teams that are, you're laying juice with nine teams. Nine teams are not making the playoffs. That's only why eight, you need that no bet. Only eight do. Right. And they don't make That's it. That's a fun parlay. I mean, you could put the four like that they're going to make it. Wow. And take a long shot? I, I don't know. Gonna have to look at that. I don't even know if that's priced right. Well, I mean, Excuse look, a me. five leg sixteen games into fifteen games into the season, so it's a it's five leg parlay at plus one hundred four. But I mean, I think it's, I don't know. It, I mean, depends on what you, how much money you bet. But to bet a hundred dollars on this, on this is not bad. Even money return, you can watch five teams. You know, it's it's just a it's a bet you make and you stick it in your drawer and you pick it out. You know, this spring. Let me see where you are. Nate S said DraftKings has a no bet. That's good. Oh, so you can look on there. That's good. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's good. No bets are good. I like that a lot. JC right. from KC said, I know you two are not going to watch a single down of the Kent State game tonight, but he's going to be there. Oh, nice. I am on one Mac game tonight, but not that game. Not that one? Not that one. No. How'd the Mac work out last night, sir? Check. You didn't do the Toledo Bowling Green game? No, we did the Ohio game. Good. Ohio ruined them, like I told you that they would. Yeah, I thought you had I th thought you had Toledo. No, and they lost First their starting half. quarterback. And they lost their starting quarterback for the game. It even started. So that backup quarterback played the whole game. And they still that won. It. They still won and went going away with it. Toledo didn't win. What are you talking about? Ohio won. We're talking about I Ohio. Bet Toledo. I bet on Toledo. I'm oh. sorry, I bet on Ohio. I bet on Toledo. I bet on Ohio. Bobcats. Toledo is in Ohio. It is, but they're not the team we're talking about. <laughs> Who's on first? Uh, all right, real quick before we before we lose Sports Grid and uh, not yet. We got a couple more minutes. It's gonna be way more minutes, aren't we? We started at ten. We started at ten thirty. It's only we're only we need we need an hour and forty minutes. I thought. Yeah, we still um, gotta go. Let's go. Yeah. Bryce Harper is out for a while. Out, out. What the hell happened here? I didn't. I didn't even click the story. I'm disappointed. What happened? He, need, he needs Tommy John surgery. Having it. Oh. He played through Pain. all the playoffs. 
with a partially torn UCL. Otani had this surgery in the offseason. He was back by middle of the summer DHing, not pitching. So as a non-pitcher having a UCL Tommy John surgery, they're not positive he needs Tommy John surgery, oh, but he needs surgery on his UCL. It's terrible. So Bryce is going to be out for a while. That stinks. Which kind of goes back to the theory that the Phillies aren't going to do much next year, that that was their shot. Well, I mean, it's a quick rush to judgment, Matthew. Not really. I mean, look how bad they were in August. They got hot. Came back pretty strong. Though. You're right. Oh, they, man. What are they going to do? Oh, that's terrible. Well, they'll bask in the run of the World Series, and they'll appreciate that they got there and got beat by a better team. And, you know, but you're probably Is that that be... UCL thing that you were talking about before? Yes. Uh -huh. That's a thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's bad. Yeah, damn it. Pitcher ligament. But, I mean, you know, it's not something you normally see with an outfielder. So... But he could come back and bat. It could be a DH, come back DH, end of the year, next year. He's not going to miss the whole season, but that is a significant injury, unfortunately, for the Phillies to have Harper. That stinks. It does. That's the only way to describe it is that stinks that the Phillies are going to be out. He's going to miss significant time for that lineup. Still be a formidable team in the East, but tough to overcome something like that. It's November. It's a lot of things can happen between now and Spring training. I'd move the odds up, though. Tell you that right now. You have to. You know you ain't playing. We got to go get some. We got to go get some money. Yeah. I mean, that's right. I mean, yes. We got to go get the money. Significant. Uh, one more baseball story. So we thought Rizzo was going to the Astros. We Not. thought. He's staying with the New York Yankees. Yeah. What does this mean for Aaron Judge, who you heard Hal Steinbrenner say he wants him to be a Yankee for life and may offer him the captainship of the New York Yankees. Has not been a captain. He's staying. Has Derek Jeter. He's staying. Yes. He's staying. I think he's staying in New York. Doesn't mean he's staying with the Yankees. He ain't going to the Mets. No? No. He's going out west or he's Home. staying with the Yankees. Okay. I'd be very surprised if he went to the Mets. Dodgers? I mean, it got to be in a discussion, but I think he's going Pacific Northwest, Seattle or San Francisco. I think San Francisco is the place where he – I still think the San Francisco is where he ultimately does wind up. I think they, they're the team that has to spend. They need the bat. The problem is hitting home runs in San Francisco and playing in that temperature is not all that fun. Yeah, it's going to be a different vibe than it was hitting in Yankee Stadium. That's for sure. Completely with that, different vibe. With that little league porch in right field. Yep. And that wind vortex blowing out to either gap when it does. Yep. And a beneficiary of, you know, the ballpark for sure. It's not and the Colorado. It's the, and it's the opposite in, in San Francisco. Right. It's hard right. to hit home runs in San Francisco. Right. So I think that has to be factored in. Uh, but yeah, we'll see where he winds up. I think Judge, if I was betting it, I would say he stays. Mm. Just because of the PR for the Yankees. The Yankees really can't afford. They haven't won anything since 2008. They really can't afford to let a guy who just set the single season American League home run record walk. Right. It's just a bad look because 
Hal knows dad would never, ever in a million years. No, he would not allow he, him he to walk. Not. So but the economics are getting insane. Like you can't, I mean, you're going to have to make decisions. You want to, I mean, keep one, lose the other, keep them both pay. That's why. I, that's why they, when they signed, signed Rizzo, I went, Ooh, okay. Um, I thought, he, I thought, cause if he, if Rizzo had walked, I went judges staying a hundred percent. So Riz, Rizzo staying to me goes, Hmm. All right. So what are they going to do here? My man, Auntie just came in the chat. Imagine judge with a full beard with another team. Oh, let that thing come out. Why do we, why do we care about a guy's facial hair? It's baseball, man. Come on. Yeah. Plenty of teams with beards have won championships. Yes. Uh, did you guys see? I sent you and Farrah a picture of Brother Dan with the mammoth head wear on. That's, I've not looked at it yet. Okay. I sent it to you. I'll look at it at the show. Big, it's over. big head. Uh, Mattress Mac is back. Made another big bet. Another big uh, Houston team. But, okay. This is a bet, though. This is a bet. Like he's doing he's not this. doing a furniture promotion. He's he going to do a furniture promotion. He is what? 100%. He's doing it for. He's, yeah, he's not betting anything. Well, here's the thing, though. Do people. Like he'll, it's it's 500k on Houston to win a ten to one, a ten to one to yeah. win it all. Yeah. I mean, this feels like a bet to me. How how many? I mean, the furniture. What do you think? How much of the furniture is going to sell off of this? You know, if, they're the odds-on favorite right now. Houston to win it all. The number one choice. It's got to be because of this bet in all of college basketball. No, they're Gonzaga this year. They're winning their conference. Done. Hundred percent. It's, I mean, it's not even close. Yeah, they're so they're going to pile up wins. They're probably going to have one loss in conference. They win their postseason tournament. They're a one seed. They're the number one choice. Houston Cougar basketball. I couldn't believe it. When I saw it in the rundown, I went and looked. I'm like, holy shit, they're the favorite. They're plus 750 at Fandle right now. The next team is the Zags at 10. Kentucky lost yesterday. They're 12. North Carolina, 12. Baylor, 13. Then the mess. They're not in the mess. They're the clear front runner. It's November. I was like, wow. I mean, it ain't like Mattress Mac. Is, I mean, he's picking the Houston teams, which is fine. Right. That's that's good. But they're the favorites. It's a good run for the city of Houston at the moment, except for the Texans. Right? H-Town. <laughs> uh, I will be watching tonight Arkansas against South Dakota State because no, you won't. No, I'm dead serious. I You're gonna watch Arkansas versus South Dakota State basketball. Yes, because here's With why. All this. Go ahead. Sorry. Because I think I believe you want to talk about a team coming out of nowhere to win it all. Arkansas is live to win the whole thing. We have slept on them. To win what whole thing? The NCAA tournament. I got to listen to this. Okay. Yep. Arkansas had an incredible recruiting class and picked up some incredible talent. This team just needs a little time to get together. We have slept on Arkansas. We were all talking in the college basketball world after the year was over in April, everybody was talking Arkansas, Arkansas, Arkansas. There are a lot of bets on Arkansas to win it all, but they've gotten no love at all been gonzaga it's been duke it's been kentucky now it's houston 
Razorbacks are sleeping. The pigs are laying in the grass there a little bit there. I want to see how good this team goes tonight. I want to see if Arkansas can destroy South Dakota State tonight. They're 2-0. What's the line, Matthew? It's big. I couldn't bet it. <laughs> it's uh, I love this. Fifteen. Team. They're gonna win. They're gonna win. I am not betting. No, I, I, I want to watch. I, I the same thing I did with Duke in Kansas last night. I watched Kansas last night and I went, oh, mo, wow, okay, pretty like, good, Kansas, pretty good. No, Kansas is really good. Kansas, Kansas is pretty is, good. Yeah, they're gonna be a bet on. Like watch Kansas. Chalk, chalk are, Jayhawk, baby. I might get on board with that yeah, shit. Defending champs are really, really good. Yeah. South Dakota State is on a bad basketball program. Musselman is the coach, too, at uh, Arkansas. Arkansas, right? Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. But remember, this is a team that made a run in the, in the dance last year. They restocked, they reloaded. So I want to watch it because they've got – Louisville is like the worst team in college basketball right now. It's insane that Louisville keeps on losing these games. They're 0-3. Louisville Louisville's horrible. But they played worse Louisville. Than, worse than Syracuse losing to Colgate yesterday? Damn, that's bad, right? Oof. Uh, they play Troy – San Jose State, they don't play anybody really until they get into the SEC. They're, they're non-cons. Arkansas non-con stinks. They'll be undefeated heading to Oklahoma, taking on on December the 10th. They'll play Oklahoma. Well, then I'm really excited to see what they do and really excited how it all plays out because I'm psyched for this Arkansas team in the SEC. They could win the SEC. I might bet them to win the SEC. What are the odds of that right now? I mean, you know who's in the SEC? Yeah. Talking about the conference outrights. Let's see. That's available. Mm-hmm. Arkansas, Arkansas is plus 350. Winner. You got Kentucky first, Tennessee mm-hmm. second, Arkansas third. Yep. And a clear distance away, Bama and then Florida and Auburn are on this list just for fun. They're not yep. winning it. <laughs> so. Wow. I, I'm... I always try to find one or two teams I really like that could I think could be really good. And I have had um, I've asked my college basketball people why is nobody talking about Arkansas? There, there's some concerns about gelling early and number of players they've got new faces and blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, let me watch this game tonight. I want to see what they, I want to see what they look like because <laughs> they blow out South Dakota State. I'm like, okay, because they should win this game by 25 to 30 points. They should kill the Jackrabbits tonight. This is the Jackrabbits. They should kill them. They were in the tournament last year too. Consistently, they're in the tournament. This is you know. For the last, this is out of the summit. This is one of the better programs out of the summit. So, so if I backed you into a corner and said you have to bet this game, you laying or taking it? Laying it. Okay. If I had to, I'd lay it. But I want to see it. I want to see them go and cover What's a spread total? of this size. What's the total? Oh, good question. 153? Yeah. 152 and a half, yeah. This might be a fun game to watch. Some scoring, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, if South Dakota State hits threes, that's why I think they, if they miss threes, they're dead. Oh, they could get buried. They got a bomb. If they miss threes, Arkansas will run them off the floor. They'll kill them. But there's some good games tonight. We'll get it to get one to get one in, okay. in better in better book it. We're gonna do it. With. Uh we can say goodbye, sports grid, right? Yes. Three more minutes. Yeah, we're good. Yes? Yeah, we're good. We're good. Oh, okay. Sports okay. grid, thanks so much. We appreciate it, guys. We will be back tomorrow night, same place, same time. Midnight Eastern time for BVB on Sports Grid live on YouTube and Twitter. Don't move. Audio still to come here for BVB. All right. Um, Omaha Steaks searing hot take of the day. The new college basketball villain has been found. <laughs> what did you find this ridiculous thing? This is true. Okay. Oh. The new college basketball villain is 
a guy who, I mean, what is that picture? His last name is tough enough, right? I mean, he looks like Dexter, but Grady Dick is going to be the new arch villain. Does his name make it easier to hate him? What's his name? Grady Dick. Kansas Jayhawk. His name is Brady. Grady. With a G. The G. G-R-A-D-E-Y. Grady Dick. I got to check the birth certificate. <laughs> Can't be his name. It is. Can't. You watch the game. You watch what this kid did to Duke last night. I had no sound on. Uh, what did they say? Dick for three? <laughs> I say Grady Dick for three. They say his whole name. <laughs> I can't say, but like, <laughs> I mean, look at this picture. Like, 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 look, look at Dick. this picture. Dick. Look at this picture. Deuce. For... <laughs> Come on. Look at what is this kid picture. doing in this picture? Seriously. This is from an AAU. This is an AAU picture. We're never but... getting off late night ever. <laughs> ever. He's the most, he's the most hated what? man. What the, what is he doing in this picture? <laughs> He's telling you, I'm taking you to the hole. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's saying you gotta play like that. a you gotta play like a dick. <laughs> you can't. I mean, seriously, the lines oh, are just too good. It's awesome. You oh, can, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I can't believe his butt didn't make the grid. Oh, <laughs> Extended a little longer just for this. Oh, this will look great on television. <laughs> Chat going yeah, through. I'm sure it'll be great. Yes, yeah, so we're talking about Grady Dick, like sophomores in high school, laughing, giggling about a guy's last name, which is his real last name. Can you imagine what he went? He got to be really good. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck. This dude's so good. The, 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 this dude just goes, what? I'm a swinging. Go ahead. Say it. That's what I am. This dude's Man. like the top five basketball player in the country. This dude's like, this guy can ball straight up. Oh man, he's he's. I mean, he's tall. He can run. He can shoot. I just looked out at the chat and I see Trent Junk comes with. I heard he plays hard on D. Yes. Come yes. on, <laughs> it's too good. It's too easy. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. He. Uh, I mean, this he scored seven. He's go right. He scored seven consecutive points at the end of the game last night over a minute and a half span that really got them in the lead and hung on to it to beat Duke last night. If you got a guy named Grady Dick and he looks like this, he's willing to take pictures like this, and he's on your team. He's in I'm on the joke. Feeding him the ball. Oh, yeah. I'm in on the, joke. the whole thing. Dick is taking you to school. <laughs> yep. He's I would be the, so in the other guy's ears. He's in on the joke, which is the beautiful thing about this. It's the best. He's in on the joke. And the fact that he's in on the joke makes it this much more hysterical. Now I got to go find a Kansas warm-up or something. Brady Dick jersey? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, I'm, if you guys are looking for the college basketball villain, he's not on Duke this year. Everyone will look around who is the Duke. Now he ain't on Duke. It's this kid. <laughs> it's he gotta stay. Is he a freshman? Uh, I believe so, yes. He got to stay at least three years, too. We got to oh, ride this out. Don't he's go to the one. NBA, Dick. Stay home. Kansas. He's a one and done. Yeah, he's a, he, he was a high school kid last year. Man, oh, man.
Five star from Wichita, Kansas. My boy can play. Oh, I love it. He was the Gatorade National Player of the Year. It just gets better every time you give me a piece of information. <laughs> he's, the gotta, new, I, he's the new Duke killer. Barstool Sports dubbed him the all-time most punchable face in college basketball. It's amazing. Already. <laughs> I guess he went to the ESPYs. Like, the outfit he wore for the ESPYs was really crazy. Like, he wore, like, a white shirt with a three-piece button-down suit and sneakers. He played for Team USA. I mean, you know, he beat Duke, but there's your new college basketball villain is Grady Dick. Got to stay for at least two years minimum. <laughs> I hope if he goes to the NBA, they're going to light him up with the jokes. Larry Bird vibes? Not yeah, Maybe Larry Bird vibes, yeah. If he can play. Napoleon Dynamite's brother. That's can great. You, <laughs> that's great. Can you, can you imagine the trash talk that goes on with that? Oh, he needs an NIL deal with Trojan Shelly. My God. <laughs> She's right. She's right. Oh, my gosh. Good call, <laughs> Shell. Good call. My goodness. All right. Oh. Time for better to book it. Let's go. First bet, I am petrified because I'm laying the juice on this game and I'm scared. I'm eight and one when I take a team off of a back to back to fade them. But Buffalo lost last night. Ottawa's not great. Senator's money line, minus 165. Oy. What the hell? This is excessive. Is that what the line is right now? What it was last night. Still 165. Two places moved to 170. You you want the favorite here? Uh-huh. Buffalo's on the back-to-back. Lost last the- night. 5-4 lost to Vancouver last yeah, night. Vancouver, yeah, they got down early. Ooh. You're on your own with this one. I'll book Good. it. I think I'm on a streak of like seven in a row on you. When you've, when yeah, you've I don't like no. these prices. I know. <laughs> when, when you say no, it hits. That's good. That's right. Uh, this is the one Mac game. Miami, Northern Illinois, under 45 and a half. And hold on, college football. I didn't even know there were games today. There's three games in Mac tonight. Wow, there are. So you're taking Miami, Ohio, Northern Illinois. Would you say over? Under 45 and a half. Yeah, it's 44 and a half now. We'll book this one too, based on zero knowledge. So here's the here's the thing you should know. All right. Miami has Blaine Gabbert's brother as a quarterback, right? He's missed significant time. Okay. In the six games he missed, the team went three and three. Okay. Every game went under. He was back for two games. He got hurt at the end of the last game. He's a game time decision tonight. Okay. It's going to be freezing cold tonight in Northern Illinois. And a guy's got an ankle injury, meaning he's not going to be able to move around all that much. It's going to be stiff on him. Even if he is able to play, he's not going to be close to hundred percent and Northern's defense. You can't run on these guys. They have a top 25 defense, number one rushing defense in the MAC. Miami's going to have to throw the football. And if, even if the backup plays, he's not great. He's a running quarterback. If, 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 if Gabbert plays, he's a passing quarterback, but he's got a bum ankle. Game stays under. Northern can't really score all that much. 
It's a well thought out, sound, lucid argument, just like <laughs> said my cousin Vinny. Overruled. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna book it. That's fine. Good luck. That's fine. You gonna watch and, a play of this? Oh yeah, I'll follow it. I'll watch around. G- generally, college football unders. I don't pay a whole lot of attention to because it's nothing. I, just, I don't. This is not see. gonna make your television at any point. You're just watching this on your phone with a score. Potentially, yeah. I mean, I'll bet the no. You don't. I'm see at a the play. gym, so, so like I'm. I work until I'm at. I have class, so I have class until five fifteen. Kids always stay after, so I never get out of there until five thirty. Of a lucky, get to the car by five forty-five. It takes. I'm in the middle of rush hour. The one Do you place have class that, next Monday. Yes, it's my last class. But what are you doing in that class? You have anything planned? Just the regular stuff. Just it's. I'm gonna yeah. come to class next Monday. You have oh. to remind me Sunday. Okay, sure. I'm gonna blow off. I'm gonna blow off Sports Grid. I think. And all right, we'll, we'll do a life class. We'll, we'll we'll do a life lesson chat with with everybody. Be great. Um, it'll be fun. The kids are all the kids are. I mean, this is the most advanced class I've I've actually ever had. These kids are all very talented. Like they're all gonna do something in either media broadcasting. One of my class. Well, I told you one of my students. You'll meet Anna, who has 1.7 million followers on TikTok. Like, you know, these, these right. kids are, these kids are three of them do what they three, three of them are the news team for the weekly, they call it studio G it's their oh. 30 minute weekly news on, on campus. All three. Did of them you anchor. do that in college? No, I did. No, we didn't have a TV station at college. We had radio and print. We didn't really have TV. We had like, you could take a camera out and shoot it and fool around with it, but didn't do like a full on TV broadcast. Yeah, we didn't have I that. Did the, I did the TV news. That's why well, I interned. I interned at a station. Channel forty, channel forty-eight, the NBC affiliate in Springfield, Mass. Yeah, and realized I hated television. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I want nothing to do with this. It's tracking highlights of games and writing out scripts and teleprompter bullshit. I hated it. Want no part of it. How about uh, the last news department? You chase the police scanner. No, thank you. Right. Seton Hall, Iowa, over one forty-eight in college basketball. Where tonight. are you coming with this nonsense? What are you doing? What am I doing? I'm betting games. A college total with Iowa in it? You're betting over? Yeah, Iowa's one of the fastest-paced teams in college basketball. Don't forget, this is not so ironic that the basketball teams like this and a football team's going back to 1956. Seton Hall plays like Iowa football. Seton Hall plays like Iowa football for real? Yes, Seton Hall is one of the best defenses in all of college basketball. Seton Hall plays slow, but they've hit a bunch of shots this year to start the year. Okay. Kempom has this at 151. You probably can't find this number because all of the numbers, if it's it's a, it's a Jersey team, so you can't bet in New Jersey. Totals you 151 bet. and a half everywhere or 151. Oh, it's flown. Look at that. So this is what happens, right? So the book puts it up at 148 last night. Yeah. And it gets in in Kempom's at 151. And they realize there's a three-point difference. Well, people so, just bet it over. That's all. Yeah. Or because I think difference. these two teams played last year. The final score was in the one was 160 plus. Score, all right, we'll bet 90. this one. I'll, I'll, Seton, I'll, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll Seton Hall scored 91 it. points in Iowa last year. Iowa's defense is not very good, but they have Iowa scores. Average shot into the shot clock 13 seconds in. They they don't wait around. They go and they shoot, they play, they look to shoot threes and run and run, run, run. Why Seton don't Hall, they help the football team out try to do this a little bit with them? 
Fred McCaffrey, I don't know. Go like a up up tempo. See, it's Rommel Camp can call somebody over there and boys in Iowa or something and say, listen, this is like a big Big Ten matchup tonight. I will be watching this game. This is a really interesting game. Because Seton Hall, Seton I want to see Hall what is not in the Big Ten. Big East. Big East, Big Ten. Seton Hall's Oh, the are they East. doing that? They're matching them up, the, the Big East Big Ten thing? Yeah, they've been doing that for it's it's a always a rivalry, yeah. Creighton plays Nebraska. Yeah, I mean, it's... Oh, good, yes. good, good. Okay, no, so it, it's don't lose that. Keep doing that shit. I like yeah, it. yeah, So, but this is... I really want to see this because it's two contrasting styles. Seton Hall has scored offensively. They played pretty well on offense against two bad teams, but I want to see what they do. Their offense against Iowa is a big key. I need Seton Hall to score 75 points tonight because I don't know. Iowa, I think, is scoring 75 around. Line was one last night. 76-75 is what Kempom has this. A one-point win for Seton Hall. The Hall was minus one. Coin flip game. But I need it's 75 points. Pick it, Circa. I mean, it's complete coin flip as so okay. far as I, I need Seton I'll Hall. I'll go with you on this. If Let's they score over. 75 points, if, if, if Seton Hall scores 75 points, this game's going over. I like yeah. this play. This is going to be a really fun basketball game. I can't wait for this game. Favorite thing about today is what? I'll try to keep this story quick. Okay. Get up, crack acid dawn. It's still dark outside. Record eight in the box with B How. Go find that wherever you find podcasts. Finish the show. Go downstairs. Go to throw something away at the island where the garbage can is. And there's this big piece of wood ripped out of a chair at the kitchen table. I look at this piece of wood and I immediately turn to my right and I see the chairs. The one chair at the kitchen table is completely, the back is blown out. This piece of wood is supposed to be holding up the back of the chair. I'm There's no one around. I sent you the picture. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm like, what the hell happened to the chair? Kendall's on the couch. You guys know Kendall, little can sink. She's an absolute angel. Literally my guardian angel. I swear to God, I love this kid. I love all my kids, but I love this one especially. Sitting on the couch with Charlie the dog. Puppy can sink. Said Kendall, and I'm holding the piece of wood. What happened to the chair? Without looking up from the iPad, there it is right there. Big piece of yeah. wood right there with the chair. Thanks, yeah. bro. I said, what happened to the chair? That's what a normal chair looks like. There's a, I sent a picture of the normal <laughs> chair. It's put together. She, without looking up from the iPad, she goes, talk to Mama about the chair. And I'm like, Mama is at work. What happened to the chair? She said, Mama said to talk to her about the chair. I said, uh -oh. hold on. Hold on. I go over and now grab her iPad, tilt her chin up to my face and say, look at me. Look at me. I'll come in close like this. I said, look <laughs> at me. I said, you remember when I told you oh. your whole life, when I ask you a question, you tell me the answer? Yeah. Yes. Now's that time. Okay. Mama's at work and is busy. I'm not talking to mama right now. Were you here when this happened to the chair? Yes. I immediately get a buzz on my phone. I look down and it's my wife telling me, don't yell at Kendall about the chair. I'll tell you the chair story later. Now I'm like, okay, Kendall, I'm going to ask you one more time. What the hell happened? What happened to the chair? <laughs> and she's like, I said, Mama's not here. In from the other side of the house, you've been here. 
Uh-huh. Grandma and Papap live on the other side of the house. In from the other side of the house, right at this moment, comes Grandma. Oh. To take Kendall to school. And I'm like, here she comes shuffling in. Now, wait, here comes the defense lawyer, probably to 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 to, to protect her client. And I go, what happened to the chair? I'm not mad at the chair. I'll go buy a new chair today. I don't care. I want to know what happened. I'm not mad at you. I didn't raise my voice at all. I'm talking to her like this. I said, what happened to the chair? She said, well, I was sitting in the chair. And I went to get out away from the chair. The front leg was underneath the pedestal part. It has a circle ring. Uh-huh. It leaned back, it tipped back, and she went down on the chair. Ow. Smashing the chair, breaking the back, right by that island, which has a granite countertop, and there's a mark. Now I'm a criminal investigator. I look at the white cabinet on the ground, on the floor, and there's a black mark. I said, was that black mark made by the chair? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, are you okay? Did you get hurt? I'm fine. Are you sure? Yes. I said, were you leaning back in the chair? Because how many times as kids have we been told not to lean back in the chair? chair. Because something could happen. Bad. Something bad could happen. Yep. I don't care about the chair. Were you leaning back? Mm. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. How did you know? Were you here? That's what she said. I said, okay, listen. And then grandma comes in. Oh, it's okay though. I, I, I heard it. She's fine. We got it fixed. We'll get the chair fixed. I said, grandma, it's fine. I'm not mad. I said, but when I asked the question, when I just come downstairs, it's the first thing in the morning. Everybody else is gone. Right. And I say, what happened? I just want to know. So for you parents out there, especially you girl dads who are last to know, like I am in this fucking house. That's how my day started this morning. So I'm going to get to the bottom of it. And I'm going to favorite thing about today. Favorite (laughs) thing about today is I got to be an investigator, a crime scene investigator, interrogation lawyer. You want to, what's it like being a dad? You don't know. Mm. But what I'm going to do is after this show, as soon as this show ends, I'm going to deliver lunch to Jessica's office. And I want to hear the story from her. Because her and I have been trading texts because apparently Kendall was very upset when she got to school. And the school called Mama because she was still crying when she got to school. About the chair? About the chair. I'm going to find out more. Inquiring minds want to know. Tune into the show tomorrow to find out (laughs) what happened to the chair in a consig kitchen. (laughs) We're just getting started. Oh, no. Yeah. Careful. Just be careful. <laughs> careful. Schools I might need backup in the car when I deliver the food. Right. I was going to say that. That's what I mean. Be careful on that. Uh, I'll be fast on mine. Um, so what's cool about our industry, what's fun about sports betting, I think, is that there are people all over the country that kind of look to Vegas and look to what's going on and look to this show, look to other shows and try to find out different content, different things that we've, we've been doing and things that we've, we've done in the past. There's been 
we've talked about this last couple of days about people who have reached out to me, reached out to us, kind of talking about what's going on and, and, and where they're going. What is really fun, I think, about what will happen in the next couple of years, and we've talked a lot of negative things about it, but there also are some positive things that are happening with different people getting opportunities, jobs being opened up and whatnot. There is, and I'll introduce this person to you later, but there's someone on the, on the, on the East coast who like literally wants to be you <laughs> and they reached out to me Whoa. and they were like, if I wanted to have, if I wanted to get a PhD in bookmaking to be able to be a better broadcaster, how would I do it? And I'm like, I have no idea. I don't have it. Dave, Dave has it. And he was like, well, do you think Dave would talk? And I was like, yeah, Dave would hundred percent. Dave would talk to you about, about these things. It's just a reminder that like you and I use, we've talked about this, but like there are kids who are 25 years old right now who are thinking about careers and they're watching shows and they're watching us, you being a little older than me, but like, you know, guys, we're in the middle of our careers, but they're going, how do I become you? How do I be, how do I get to where you are? And it's a, it's a, it's a great reminder just in, in my mind, oftentimes I'll get frustrated or angry or upset about where we are, what's going on and like where I was and like, where, where, where did I come from oh. to see someone who looks at us and says like, man, I'd give my left arm to be Dave Sherapan. Yeah. So it's just kind of cool. It's just, it's a nice refreshing course. It's a nice reminder of where we are in you know, like what, what we get to do every day, being lucky to get to do every day. So that's, that was my kind of, my favorite thing about today is I love being grounded and I love being taken out of my own head. Cause I do get in my own head a lot. And like, I get spun around a lot of things. It's good to have someone just like smack you and a kid be like, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> like, let's, I would love to have this opportunity that you have right now to do this stuff. So yeah. that was my favorite thing about it was last awesome. night, but favorite thing about today. For that. That's, that's so. fantastic. Tell that kid to give him my number. I'll be glad yeah. to talk to him. There's, I could get him a job. I mean, you want to learn how to do this, you can go. People ask me that all the time. I'm like, look, I can't tell you specifically, but I can tell you what I did. Right. I moved away from Pittsburgh and ran an offshore sports book for almost two years. I worked every single day for almost two years. After that, I came back. And I hustled a lot of things, worked for bookies, worked for pickup guys, drop-off guys. I mean, I got a PhD in the business without going to school. Right. Then moved to Phoenix and was coming to Vegas six times a year as a better kind of wannabe professional card counter, doing a lot of things. I was single. I had nothing but time and money, especially after the Curacao stint. So I started at the bottom as a ticket writer. I made $9.50 an hour for four and a half years. I mean, then went from there and the ride's been incredible since. But if you want to learn the business, you have to learn the business. I mean, it's like you ask, I mean, you're teaching kids how to go and be a broadcaster. You picked up and moved south from Massachusetts to the Twice. deep south. <laughs> you went south and then and you then went further. deeper. Further south. For no money. You didn't go for the money. Mm -hmm. I mean, the money would eventually come, but you went and you got the life experience. And then you really ramped it up and you went to the Midwest. <laughs> oh, and you grinded there. And then from there, you went to Texas. No, well, there I went back and then, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you went back New Hampshire, then back, yes. And yes. reminded yourself why you didn't want to be there. <laughs> so you went, which would be the one of the strength it's like going to the moon you went from there back home with everybody i'm moving to houston texas like what that was tough oh that was hard yeah 
So, and then you fight through that and you end up out here. Vegas was the oasis. <laughs> was like right. But you the tell world, them. The clouds party. In Houston, you want to do gambling before anybody was doing gambling content right. full time because it was going to pass. And like all these things happen. And it's really hard. I'm, I, I mean, to, to kind of go off of what you just said, I'm beyond blessed to stay grounded. Yes. But to help, I love doing shows. I've done more like college kids projects or like interviewing somebody that's in the media. They, they DM me. I'm like, of course I'll do it. You know, don't ask, don't just whatever you want to ask. Questions can be anything. I'm, mm. I'm glad to help people out and do that's this the most, thing. the most rewarding thing <sighs> for me as a teacher is when my students, and I just got a text message from a former student just now, when they reach out to me about either an interview or a question, or they want to come back to their class to hang out. Like I try to tell all of my kids that I teach, I'm like, look, Yes, I'm with you for three months, but if we don't talk again after, I'm going to figure that to be a failure. Like, I, I don't want this to be a three-month relationship. I want this to be a long relationship. I want to see what you're doing and where you're going. It's and the best have, teachers I ever had said the same exact thing. Yeah, like, I, 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 this is just not me coming in and saying, like, hi, learn from me. I'm going to grade you and judge you and then get the fuck out of my life. Like, I don't want that. Like, I, I want to know what you're up to. I want to see your progress. Right. I want to see if you're, you know, send me your clips, send me if you get to do stuff. I, I get kids who brag about themselves all the time and I love it. They're like, Hey, look what I got to do. I got to go. One of my kids asked, uh, got a press pass for the first time was in the Josh McDaniels press conference. And the kid on the balls to ask Josh McDaniels a post-game question that got on ESPN. <laughs> they, they played the question and the answer for McDaniels on ESPN. So he came into class. He came into class on Monday with the clip and he goes, get a load of this shit. And he hit, and he hit record. It was the sports center clip of them saying Josh McDaniels. And it's his question being asked of Josh McDaniels getting played on national TV. Was he mad that they didn't credit him? No. I mean, he was, I think he was, he was scared to step. He couldn't believe he got to ask a question. He said he was like shaking when they gave him the camera, he gave him the microphone. It's, he was like, uh, <laughs> he was so scared to do it. It's the scariest thing in the world to ask the question. Especially when, you know, I mean, if you ask, you're a, a college question, kid, you feel like you're an imposter in that room. You know, that you're kind of not supposed to be there. But at the same time, it takes a major guillons to, to ask the question. That's awesome. But you can't get because you do that and you ask a good question or prompt a good answer. They cut the clip without you. <laughs> and you have to get used to that. Oh, yeah. It it's took me you. For years, I was like. I used to see my stuff on ESPN all the time. A question I asked, I'd be, I look, I would, I would video. This is so bad. This is how old I am. We would record it on a VHS. Right. And I would come downstairs and show my mom. I'm like, look, that's me. That's my hand holding the microphone. My hand. Yes. I'm like, look, that's me. Cause it had the, it had the flag on the microphone. Right, KDK, the microphone, yeah, and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm like, that was my question. She's like, how was that your question? Why didn't I hear your voice? I'm like mom, cause I'm 20 and nobody knows who the hell I am. Too so good. You can't get mad about that, but that's no. great. That's awesome. It's good stuff. So yeah, come yeah. come on Monday. That'll be great to have you to have you come on. Come, come on Monday. Monday. I want the work. You can do all the work. It'll be great. <laughs> I can take I'm taking off. a glass over. Just go ahead. Go ahead. I can just go ahead. I'm bringing a listening glasses. I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to watch you do the thing. Oh, that'll be, be too funny. Guys, hit the like button. Subscribe to where you get your audio podcast. We'll be back tomorrow on a Thursday, heading towards a roll call Friday. On Friday, always our fun day of week. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralta tomorrow for a Thursday's BVB.